It's going to be pretty loose. This was a boring fucking television show. Yes, it was. Most of my notes on the show are, this is slow, this is slow. Yeah. And then you're going to go on a comic book rant at some point. Did you catch, uh, are we recording? Yeah, we're going. Uh, Travis, did you catch the As You Know All-Star I warned you was coming? Was it Xander Berkeley? Yeah, baby. Yeah. Was he, was we covered him before, was he on 24? He was on 24. Oh. And he's been in so many shows. I was very excited to see okay. Xander Berkeley, uh, a man who's only played villains for hey, that's 45 not true. years now. That's not true. There's one time I can think of where he doesn't play a villain. I mean, in this, he's like... Because I'm angry. I'm very angry, Ralph. You know, you can ball my wife if you want to. You can <laughs> lounge around here on her sofa in her ex-husband's dead-tech postmodernistic bullshit house if you want to. But, do you, but you do not get to watch my fucking television set. He's the guy house? fucking De Niro's wife in Pacino. Oh. I mean, Heat. Uh, sort of oh. fucking Pacino's wife in, in Heat, heat yeah. where he's just like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a villain so much as just like a paramour. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, in this, he's like a soft villain. He often plays villains who start out as a semi-sympathetic person, and then they betray somebody. Yeah, like I feel Candy like... Man, I think he does that. I feel like I've seen Hula Lodges and things going like, yeah, 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 of course, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he has like soft features. So it's like weird that he's like a heavy, but not really. Weird, weird to have a soft features villain. It's so weird to be doing this with no headphones and just have no idea how... I was told that it's I have uh, a round face that means that people trust oh, wow. me. Yeah, do you, you just want to wear headphones just for the hell of it? No. This is the first non-headphone version. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> this is like the nude episode, it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to As You Know in the Nude. I also can't see like the recording thing, so like, yeah, I probably, have no, just, I'm like <laughs> probably know Matt just really wanted to have a conversation where we're standing in front of microphones. It doesn't feel like room. I'm recording, which is why I'm like, are, are we recording? Is this yeah, happening? I can't hear like my voice coming yeah, through. It's all the, there. We're going to be so self-aware this episode. Welcome to the beginning and the end of the world. What do you got? It's hard to riff. It's hard to do the earlier, like, let's loosen it up. Let's get it well, going. Well, I'm trying to be all business today, out. too, because I got a hard out. Well, you got a hard out at, you said you have to leave at 545? 5.15. 5.15. Okay. Still. Yeah. I, I, if we the, do two hours and ten minutes on The Incredible Hulk, something has gone sometime, wrong. Well, it's just, it's you talking about a Marvel Comics character. Yeah, so but it's I not even know. one of my boys. <laughs> That's true. You know, like, in the, in the pantheon of my guys, the Hulk's not one of my guys, you know? When I lock the gates and talk about who my guys are, I wouldn't be like, mm, you know, right off the bat, you know, I love the Incredible Hulk. He's yeah. fine. He's fine. Where does this show rank for Hulk adaptations of any kind? Oh, it's probably the best. The Hulk movies suck. What no, about Ed really? Lee's is good, actually. But not right, just but on screen. What about, uh, like, to me, Incredible okay. Hulk Ultimate Destruction is... Folks, Travis amazing. has said the magic word. <laughs> He's invoked a Nintendo GameCube game he used to play on, I believe, my Wii in our college dorm. <laughs> I had my GameCube before that. And uh, okay. my yeah, Wii. I think it was my Wii that was in there when we uh, moved into Kennedy. Could have been. Uh, but yes, folks, it's, it's that time once again for the first time in the same room. Welcome to the all-nude edition of, as you know... Raw. Uh, yeah, raw dogging, because we don't have headphones. Only Matt knows how this is going to go. Actually, he's removed... The in-ear monitor. Yeah, we're going. Okay. I'm literally. I'm just hearing you. We are. We are. We are. We are getting raw dogged right into our ears. Yeah. There is no digital recreation of us. Uh, I am Ian Benson. Joining me as always. You would like him when he's mad because that's when he's happiest. It's Travis Marmon. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, and of course, 
rounding out this trio. Uh, he is uh, finding the strength to lift a car off of his child. It's Matsiani. Yeah. Hey. Hey, y'all. Uh, dead in the backstory, uh, Stephen Dowden could not be with us here today. He <laughs> tragically died. He wasn't adapted into this uh, version. He's yeah. a comics-only yeah. character. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, this is, as you know, the podcast that is dedicated to falling in love, ha- hating, and then forgetting every television show in existence because we've been cursed to do, to do so. And today, we watched The Incredible Hulk. The 1977 to 82 uh, adaptation of beloved Marvel Comics character, The Incredible Hulk. Uh, Travis, what channel is this on? This was on CBS. All right. Back in the three channels era. Been a minute since I think we've done a CBS show. And I feel like when we talk about CBS, that's right, everyone. Grab your drinks because that's the home of FBI International. (laughs) (laughs) I think I saw Xander Berkeley was on one of the FBI shows. (laughs) Almost certainly. But it was, you know, FBI FBI domestic terrorism or whatever the (laughs) fucking shows are called. Uh, I'm I'm we're we're here in person today because I came to Chicago uh, just to hang. And I was earlier today at friend of the pod, Jeff Daniels house. And he was reading Chaos, the book about the CIA. Yeah. And and Manson. And I said something about how he loves the CIA. And he was like, no, I hate the CIA. And I was like, no, but the thing is, it's like a horseshoe theory. (laughs) You love something. You talk about it all the time. You feel neutral about something. You never mention it. You hate it. You talk about it all the goddamn time. Yeah. And that is... Uh, That's television for me. That is... Uh-huh. Uh, we were, and th- this led to us having a conversation on television where I was talking about how I don't really watch shows. And yeah, how I know. Get a show Stranger Things. Well, that got, all got cut last week, but yes. It's true. Did I cut that all? Well. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, I guess, since we're all here and there's, there's no bullshit, it was, it was P-Dumb. Boom. Wish this show had been dumb. It really could have stood to be dumber. Travis? Could have stood to be anything in any direction at all. <laughs> it really, yeah, couldn't commit. If I call something slow, you have yeah. to know it's slow. Dude. Yeah. Travis, why did you pick The Incredible Hulk this week? So I uh, partially I picked it because I knew Ian was going to be in town. So talking about a Marvel Comics character seemed uh, fair because he is a, a uh, massive Marvel head who knows a lot of comic shit. Uh, but also, I've been kind of on on one of my intermittent cape shit kicks recently in that I watched uh, like all the Spider-Man movies recently because I finally wanted to see no, Ma- no Way Home and wanted to Let's talk about a good vibe. character, Spider-Man. And, yeah, Spider-Man. Uh, although, if we talk about his animated series, also terrible. Um, and I've been watching The Boys and I watched The Batman recently. And oh, it's why interesting you me that this? now there's so much, obviously, superhero saturation um, and like in the state of, of superhero media now, you kind of get three types of thing. You have the MCU, like, well, that happened type stuff. Yeah, like, it, flies now, yeah. it flies now. They fly now. They yeah, fly now. Even though Star Wars. Laser battle, stuff. whatever. You have the incredibly grim DC stuff that's trying to be as gritty as possible to like See, while still have everyone wearing an absurd costume. Or well, you have something Aquaman. like... Yeah, except for, except for Aquaman. My man! Uh, and then you have something that, or stuff that's trying to subvert or deconstruct the superhero genre in general, like the boys are invincible. Uh, and I kind of wanted to see... It's hilarious that you invoke Invincible in that one, because Invincible is the thing where it's like, as a comic, and with the boys, because they're both things that happened like now 15 20 years, years ago, ago yeah. 20 years ago. And it's such fucking trite bullshit at that point where it's like, ooh, but... 
then they made him shows, and I mean, I haven't watched Invincible because the fine. animation looks awful. It's to if me. they had spent even half the money yeah. they spent on the voice cast for yeah. that short animation, it would look a lot better. Uh, but the boys, you know, updated the boys for modern. Uh, the boys stuff. is remarkable because it's one of the worst comic books I've ever read any of. I read a few issues and I was like, "This is repellent." Yeah. But then people were like, wow. the show is good. And I was like, wow. I've never heard anyone praise the comics that likes the show. They're all like, wow, I can't believe they pulled this off and made it not horrible. Yeah. Even though it does fall into some edgelord shit, too. But anyway, so I thought it might be interesting to go to a throwback era when people weren't doing a lot of superhero stuff and, like, see... I mean, this was really... See this was a melodrama. Like, trying to do a Hulk melodrama where you didn't do anything from the comics except for the very base thing of... A guy named Dr. Banner gets exposed to gamma radiation and he turns into a big green guy when he's mad and that's it. Yeah. Is also an, an interesting an interesting take on the character or an attempt at taking on the character. It didn't make for an interesting TV show. No. And it's so weird to see it portrayed melodramatically because I think the pop cultural view of the Hulk even before Avengers movies and stuff is just is like more fun. Like Hulk smash, Hulk strongest there is. Yeah, I he's leaping like a mile. When I was a kid. Also, he's really big, and in this case, he's just Lou Ferrigno in green body paint, <laughs> who I think even by modern bodybuilder standards isn't that large. Yeah, and I think that it's was great. I, like I think it's part. described as like seven foot and three hundred pounds. It's like okay, so Shaq. Do you guys know? Like, Shaq. I see you guys like that all the time. I just learned this. I I just learned this. Do you know where uh, in character origin of where the Hulk Bruce Banner is from? Isn't it like San Francisco, Ohio? You're closer. Columbus, Ohio. You're warmer. Cincinnati, <laughs> Cincinnati Ohio. Ohio. You're still warm. Dayton, Ohio. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get Jeff on the horn. Let him know that the Hulk is from Dayton. Day the Hulk and Kim Deal, the two big the two Dayton, Dayton residents. <laughs> I was just checking. I wanted to get some uh, some fact on the Hulk, right? It's a place of origin, Dayton, Ohio. Of and course. I was like, I'm gonna need... I'm going to need some, some follow-up on that one. With season two, we added the theme song. With season three, I'm adding, like, cues for whenever somebody's... Whenever Ohio comes up. It's which it we, does just, in this episode. Yeah, you just it press, does a, you press a button and then the gold in the ceiling plays, right? <laughs> yeah, you got black keys playing. You could change then, it up. It could be some Devo. It could be Pretenders. It could be, gold it the, could be the greatest Foxy uh, Shazam. It could be Nine Inch Nails. Ringworm. I was I was about to say when gold on the ceiling plays in the episode, then I have a cue that drops a ringworm. So. <laughs> Integrity. <laughs> all, of those, Ubu, whatever. all of those bands that Pink Eyes said that one time I saw them <laughs> in Cleveland. Got a great punk legacy. We play the Miz's walk up music. Um, we start doing the Windhorst voice. That's interesting. Why? <laughs> would, why is that? Why is it? This is a that visual the Hulk medium. <laughs> is from Dayton. Dayton. The birthplace of aviation for a character that does not fly. Fascinating. It's a very interesting transformation for the Hulk. Adrian tweeted about this. He, he put a tweet out earlier. So, yeah, as the premier comic book guy on the podcast, uh, being the only comic book guy on the podcast, my relationship with the Hulk is mostly, yeah, that guy's kind of cool. I don't know. When I got sure into reading comics, yeah, when I got into reading comics, there wasn't a particularly great Hulk run going on. Uh, then, like, Greg Pak took over and did a, a run that was pretty well respected. It featured Planet Hulk. And I was say, you're pro Planet Hulk. Yeah, right? Planet Hulk's good. Uh, but then they, like, then they, like, give him a son that, his, but they give, they make it so that the Hulk has a son, not Bruce Banner. Like, he's the Hulk's <laughs> son. And that's all weird and silly. With another person who's big and green? Uh, like in Shrek? Kind of, honestly, yeah. Huh. I don't think she's green, but um, something but like she's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like she like can like turn to naturally stone big or, or like naturally or naturally like it's an <laughs> alien. It's an Amazon woman, basically. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's it's like an alien. And then, um, 
But yeah, it's like then she dies when the planet explodes or something like that, or like it's torn asunder, and she falls into lava. But because the kid is the Hulk's kid, like it's born immediately. Then like yeah. survives. It's stupid. It's stupid. Sounds dumb as fuck. Uh, but then the Hulk comes back to the Earth and has World War Hulk, where he kill, tries to kill all of the Avengers that sent into space. But anyways, all of this happened. There's been a really recent uh, Hulk run that I should finish that was um, pretty acclaimed called The Immortal Hulk, which was Immortal more Hulk. way more body horror adjacent because the idea of like becoming this creature is terrifying. And one of the ideas that that run has is that Bruce Banner can be killed, the Hulk returns every night so it becomes the sort of horror figure and it also deals with um you know because when you you do comics when you you know when you run a universe with incredibly superpowered people it's all for, for a while at some point the big question comes up does god exist in the marvel comics universe and then they answer yes there is a judeo-christian god but then there's all the other the gods one, the one true god yeah so then they answer by having a god above all of them called the one above all and uh, the yeah, villain right. of the Incredible Hulk was the one below all, which at the end, my understanding wow. is it turns out it's the Hulk form of God, That's which sick. sounds That's cool. Really it's cool. not Devil Hulk, and it's not No, Mephisto. Devil Hulk is different. Okay. Mephisto is a devil. Devil Hulk is just a form of the Hulk. There's also Mr. Fix-It, Grey Hulk, or right. Joe Fix-It, Grey Hulk. Smart Hulk. Shit I was like looking that. up all these recently, and I was like, I did not realize that all those the, things were just Hulk personalities. The Maestro the, is the, the Maestro is like a bad future. Hulk yeah, he's something. a bad future Hulk. Uh, yeah, Hulk's kind of stupid, but yeah, I none of this in the TV show. Again, literally the only character from the comics in the show is the Hulk and, and Doctor Banner. Yeah, because they'd go with David Banner for didn't try I don't and do no what an abomination. Yeah, why did they or, rename it? I don't know, but so, what I've read is. A, they, is either they thought Bruce Banner sounded stupid, they didn't like the cart- the alliteration names, or because the other big superhero TV show was a guy named Bruce. Also, oh, yeah, Batman. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, some executive in the 70s was like, its name can't be fucking Bruce, that's Batman's name. So he was David, and then we got the rapper David Banner named himself after that, I believe. I don't think that was his real name. Huh. Also, though, I mean, like, it's always great when you hear about, like, how, you know, because the Hulk was created by Stanley and Jack Kirby, and... I'm biased in this way, so I mostly assume that means that Jack Kirby did most of it. And then Stanley was like, "The secret to a great character, you gotta have a great story." I'm Stanley. Like he just speaks and spoke in empty platitudes like that. Uh, you know, he's like Spider-Man. Everyone loves Spider-Man because he's Spider-Man. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you're saying nothing. He's like, ah, yeah. Thanks, true believers. But um. You're welcome, no, Stanley. That, you, you are welcome, and you're welcome, Tom Cruise. But uh, the uh, the thing that bummed me out is because I was checking, and uh, so the the conceit is that every episode he's David something else. Yeah, because he's a drifter. Yeah, he's like on running from this tabloid reporter. Yeah, it's a nightmare. He has his to own escape sort from. of J. Jonah Jameson figure. And uh, this but, guy. so you know, it's always David something that starts with a B. And in the first episode, because it starts with a pilot movie. Yeah. The first episode of The Incredible Hulk. Do you know what name he gives? Is it David Bruce? You got to guess. David Byrne. David Benson. Uh. And that would have just been a rich vein of material <laughs> for a solid 10 minutes that. of a podcast. <laughs> but instead, I'm shoehorning it in this way. Yeah. Shouts out to you, Dad. Yeah, I'll say, what if your dad <laughs> turned into The Incredible Hulk? That would not be man. the superhero I would pick for my father. It's not really a hulking out kind of guy. Who would you? I don't know, like a Great Lakes Avenger. <laughs> I love my dad, but I wouldn't necessarily think of him as the superhero type. Just one person you know having super strength is like funny to think about. 
The idea that we each get one power from like Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is a silver age, a silver age power. I have a super landscaping or one of those ones that you would do. I love the idea of you picking something that you would never ever do, like land. <laughs> but I can do it. <laughs> For all we know, you might be an incredibly talented landscaper. You're just not going to like ever like. You would look. You at never me know like, if you don't try. So yeah. What? Why, how about when you move to Seattle, you just fucking rebrand your whole self? Super hiking guy. Uh, there's know. not really like another. I mean, you Travis is such a good name for like a crunchy dude, but like. <laughs> Uh, Fuck you! I don't know how it to could, respond. It to could that. work. You are not that guy, but you could <laughs> be. Uh, Did I, we ever determine who was the least crunchy of us? I remember it came up on the podcast that Stephen is the crunchy one. Matt and then needs the, to live in a city and like be at home. The awesome. enough. I feel like it might be him. There's a case for all I, of us. I, is I really like what truly I feel. don't believe in essential oils at all. That is a compelling argument, and I will never do yoga. I that, have done yoga, so I'm less crunchy than that. <laughs> that line in the sand, I will never. So, uh, yeah. Should we, should we get into the television series, The Incredible Hulk? Oh, let's, uh, Matt, what's or, your relationship yeah, with The Incredible Hulk? Hulk? Thoughts? None. Uh, couldn't even... Dude, it's crazy how much of my brain would not let me watch this. Like, it was in it's front of me. It was really boring. And I d- well, it was really boring, but it was also superhero shit. And I just, I truly I'm going to put no back tolerance it, on it, it even yeah. being superhero shit because he do- it's not even yeah. like he does anything. All he right. really does is every now and then he'll get big. And then mostly he attacks people. Yeah. He doesn't even, like, he save them. And, like, in his. Yeah, there's no fucking. If this were an X Files, if there was an X File that was like, there's this Scully, dude. You ever hear th- about yeah. the Incredible Hulk? Yeah, like there's this dude that when he's right. mad, he turns into a big green thing and he throws stuff. Like that would people. fit perfectly well in yeah, that. Yeah, now sure. that Disney, but the X Files is interesting. Now that Disney owns the X Files, do you think they should reboot the X Files and set it in the MCU like that? Matt's pulled out uh, a gun. Someone yeah, pi- I, Matt's I, pulled like, out a gun. People, he's, oh my people god, he's at me. People have pitched that kind of show before. Wasn't there going to be the one about like? insurance adjusters in like the superhero yeah, no, like, that is a canonical thing is damage control the people who show up when your house has been destroyed by a superhero <laughs> yeah and investigate it yeah that's that's fine also it, there it was is one of things the boys does well it does better than than all this it's just like yeah the soup the massive megacorp that owns all the superheroes will pay you hush money and just put it back in the shit. case and put it away for an, a couple another couple decades Please. that's all i'm asking i'm yeah like we, i also we let it go back to being a niche thing that people know about because i like the fact that it is the primary culture to me is so it's exhausting and obnoxious it's exhausting and it's infantile it's I, infantile. I, someone who likes some of most of these things honestly I hate that I'm on the side that won the culture war. It was far better <laughs> when it was like the period where it's like if you read comic books, you needed to be fucking like hiding it. Like yeah. it was like you were ashamed people would find out. I don't want it, it to be better. that, but I no, do. I do now. Like, <laughs> I say this on the side who won the culture war. I want yeah. it to go back. Yeah, we have to go back. We have to go back. It yeah. sucks. I've always I can't believe I live in a world where like I can talk to friends of mine and they have stances on Korg, the alien that came about from fucking Planet Hulk's run, and they're like, yeah, that's the one that Taika Waititi voices and hangs out with Thor, and I'm like, I mean, not actually, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's a bad vibe. It's a world where I have opinions on Moon Knight beyond knowing what Moon Knight is, which was already enough for most people. I think the other thing that makes it most infuriating for me is that the ones, even though I... (laughs) I think this also stems from being like, yeah, it's, the culture war is one. Can I finally get a good version, though, like of the characters that I do te- deeply, truly adore? And they're keeping like, no, 
You no won't more, get no any X-Men stuff. For you. No X-Men stuff. You have stuff. to go watch Brian Singer films if you yeah, want X-Men. I have, to, I have to watch one of the most, <laughs> one of the worst figures that Hollywood has put out. Yeah. I don't a know. man that Logan they tried good, so hard to spit out even before everything. Jesus. And then the only movies not directed by him are directed by Brett fucking Ratner. Yeah. Oh my God. And Matt Vaughn, who's... Yeah. Well, and Logan was good, and that's James Mangold. Oh, you're right. Yeah. It's non canon. You're right. I forgot about the. Did he also. Didn't he also do like the Wolverine? Somebody did the Wolverine. I'm not sure. It might have been him. The Hulk should be a a song and dance, man. That'd be good. This show should be. Like a young Frankenstein type scene. This show should be so much more fun. Or any at all. The best forms of the Hulk are when he comes to complete and total terms with the fact that he turns into a hulking green monster that destroys things and making him be like. Through fucking, what, five seasons of television? Yeah. And getting to the finale where he's still just like, no, that monster, he didn't hurt anyone, <laughs> did he? Yeah. It's like... <sighs> should we talk about Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno? Yeah, we should talk yeah. about uh, how Bill Bixby will probably wind up being an As You Know All-Star. Uh, you're watching uh, The Courtship of Eddie's Father soon? No, my favorite Martian's yes. going to come up. Steven's going to pick that one day. Uh, possibly. Um, it's got Steven energy. Or in a weird yes, way, we could do Blossom, I guess, which he like created or directed and then died while it was filming. Um, yeah. I don't want to talk about what's her name. Uh, Maya Bialik. Yeah. I uh, watched Jeopardy this morning, so I don't want to do that. Bill Bixby. Uh, yeah. He, before this, he was most known for being on my favorite Martian, the original sitcom where there's an alien in it, which there really are. You know, we did the alpha episode, but like didn't talk about. There was also that, and Mark and Mindy, and Third Rock from the Sun. Well, and Third stuff. Rock it's from like, the Sun is the... They all are aliens. They are right? all aliens. Yeah, 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 yeah. But just like, it's a weirdly common sitcom trope. Uh, do we my have favorite it Martian, now? it was a guy, and they put antenna on his head, and it's in black and white. Do we have a, uh, do we have a show like that an now? Alien yeah. sitcom? Is it American Dad? Is that the one? Yeah, they do have an they alien, have an in, alien in that one. But it's not about that. I don't know. They just are have sitcoms, an alien because like, I'm certainly not up to date on, sit- on multicam sitcom stuff and none of the dude anytime i watch like a football game and see the ads for yeah them. i'm getting ads for like the neighborhood where it's like cedric the entertainer and max greenfield that got a spinoff or, too, or na- something neighbor- neighbors the neighborhood what? whatever it is yeah i think it's the neighborhood uh anyway bill bixby he'd been on my favorite Good martian name. uh yeah. he has a pretty tragic life uh after this where so he uh, was in a horrible accident where he was pumped full of gamma radiation <laughs> and would turn into a hulking creature that killed his. But he didn't have the strength to save his wife. But then he killed the scientist who was in love with him. Uh, no, what actually happened was uh, he got married in 1971 to Brenda Bennett, who is a soap actress. She gave birth to her son in 74. They divorced in 80. And then in 81, uh, they were on a skiing vacation and their son died uh after going into cardiac arrest, he just had, all he had was epiglottitis, and then they tried to put a breathing tube down his throat, and then he went into cardiac arrest and died, and then his ex-wife killed herself Jesus. the next year. Uh, then he had prostate cancer and got divorced again for the second <sighs> wife, got married to uh, the artist Judith Clayban, and then six weeks uh, later he collapsed on the set of Blossom and then uh, died soon after um, for prostate cancer at 59. So, like, Bill Bixby, yeah, tra- tragic, tough stuff. Lou Ferrigno. So that was the uh, podcast, yeah. everyone. Uh, Lou Ferrigno, who plays the Hulk himself, of course, noted bodybuilder. Uh, if you've ever seen Pumping Iron, which the is more famous for you had to explain to Steven. No, no, no. Lou Ferrigno does not play Bruce or David Banner. He plays the Hulk. Yeah. And he's like, what? And he's like, no, he's only the Hulk. 
I mean, it would be funny if they'd had Lou Ferrigno as like a scientist. Yeah. That would have been a better show Then you're show doing a Doc Samson show, and then it's a whole other thing. I'm so proud of you right now. <laughs> this is, again, because I was looking up Ultimate Doc Structure Samson recently. Is, like, so oh, there's yeah, many Samson. characters in the Hulk-averse that get powers like the Hulk, but aren't as strong as the Hulk. Like, there's his cousin, Jennifer Walters, She-Hulk, who gets a blood transfusion from him and becomes like him, only she has better control of it because she's not as strong. So she just spends a lot of time in Hulk... Uh, Appearance where she's just a big green woman, and they're about to do a Marvel Plus show on her or a Disney Plus show with that character. And the major note that the fandom had was she's not big enough. And they were like, Oh, the animators originally made her too buff or made her buffer, but they were worried it was too buff. And everyone's like, I want her to crush me. So we'll see if they fix that. Gotta be like, you gotta do a Jack Reacher type fix. Um, that guy in Jack Reacher is so fucking big. Yeah, or sorry, that guy in Reacher. Yes, uh. So Frigno, he's a bodybuilder. If you've if you're aware of Pumping Iron, which is more famous for introducing the world to Arnold Schwarzenegger, Lou Frigno is the other bodybuilder that's like competing with Schwarzenegger in that movie. What's the one that's the arm wrestling tournament? Um, over the top. Okay, I don't yeah. know why I was. But that's not a documentary. No, a I, I, what? Movie. I don't know. No, no, no. I you, was being, could I was, have, you could have thought there was some. No, no, no. I was, I was being uh, <laughs> a, a dummy. Uh, but uh, no, I just was like I felt like the titles were similar, but I was just yeah, wrong. yeah. Um, Whatever. He's played very large men over the years because he's most famous for being the Hulk, obviously. Uh, Non-acting endeavors. In February 2006, Ferrigno was sworn in as a Los Angeles, California uh, Reserve Sheriff's Deputy Level 2. In November 2010, Maricopa County, Arizona Sheriff Joe Arpaio swore Ferrigno in as a member of a volunteer sheriff posse, which also included Steven Seagal and Peter Lupus, in order to help control legal immigration in the Phoenix Valley area. Oh, boy. Uh, Then he was on The Celebrity Apprentice in 2012. I don't uh, want to talk about the Hulk anymore. He was was a project manager in competition with uh, Tia Carrera from Wayne's World. I don't want to talk about the Hulk anymore. Uh, He loves being a fake cop. Um... And then Trump appointed him to be a member of his council on sports, fitness, and nutrition. Trump had one of those? It's hard to believe that Trump had one of those. Uh, and, of course, he was like, my good friend, Lou Ferrigno, uh, you'll be in charge. Oh, he's on uh, the SWAT TV series, apparently. Oh, no, sorry, that's his son. His son, Louis, his son, Louis Jr., was a linebacker for USC and is on SWAT. Wow. That's your Lou Ferrigno update. Yeah, that dude sounds like he's a uh, scum. He seems. We don't like him. Yeah. Anyway, should we talk about? (laughs) Should we talk about this pilot movie that aired in '77, uh, simply called The Incredible Hulk? Give us the origin story. Travis, I know we agreed, but I want you to know you're back on thin fucking ice. You're back on it. Yep. Because it's one thing. I have on three occasions had to log (laughs) on Letterbox.com for this podcast, and all three are you. Uh, I didn't do Babylon Five. Two of the three times are you. <laughs> and they've been unpleasant watches. No, you've done three that are me, and the fourth is Babylon 5, because Degrassi also is one that was Right. On oh, I have forgotten. You made it worse for yourself. I was softening <laughs> because I forgot Degra- Degrassi. Oh, my God, Travis. What if Degrassi Junior High had a Hulk in it? Um, it's weird how many things would be improved if you added the Hulk, in my opinion. Not this including one, the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. The Hulk's not there. Just a, a large man in green, green skin's there, and he's flexing a lot. If and the in Hulk, slow motion throwing things. If I get the version of the Hulk that I'm used to, which, like, destroys Las Vegas, or, like... This guy punches cars. Yeah, he threw like he rolled a car. car down a hill, and he threw a guy into a lake. 
I would love to be thrown into a lake by the Hulk if I was guaranteed I wouldn't die like that guy did. Yeah. You could just have He was that just be helping ride. him get to his daughter to rescue him. Yeah. Like, here you go. <laughs> could you guys kick in a car window if you really put your mind to it? Of course. Probably. I could also he fight had, any. I could fight. I would fight any out. guy who got out of a, a Lamborghini, as we determined last I, night. Oh, I could beat them. Could you uh, carjack someone by throwing a trash can at them as they're coming around the corner? <laughs> what was the plan there? <laughs> I don't know. Also, I just love that it's a fucking vintage, uh, I guess it's of the era, uh, Volkswagen Beetle that the Hulk is driving, which is a funny car for the Hulk. And I would love it if he hulked out in that. Yeah, like, it's just driving. the Hulk driving a Beetle. It would in turn into a Flintstones car or yeah. something. They could have so much fun with this character, and they don't. And they know that they can't they actually... They choose not to. Yeah, how much of it is the effects of the era and the budget that they had? But even then, is... like, think of it now. Like, The Hulk has been in one movie in the MCU like that is a Hulk-led movie, and it's not even the no actor who everyone it. knows yeah. plays the Hulk. <laughs> it's the one of those movies that they don't talk about. Like, when they put the abomination played by Tim Roth in a different thing. Everyone was like, the fuck? Uh, who's that guy? Like, Remember the second movie in this whole universe that we built that yeah. you kind of saw after? Because you're like, oh, I liked Iron Man, so I guess Marvel's doing these now. And then you're like, I instantly forgot this movie, except I do remember uh, Edward Norton tried to fuck Liv Tyler, but then his like heart rate was going to go too high, which would cause him to turn to the Hulk, so then he didn't. And then he was Mark Ruffalo. Be like that guy. <laughs> and Dude, that first, that first uh, uh, superpower guy in the season of The Boys, that was fucked. Oh, that was very gross. Yes, but that, similar things would have happened. Just thinking of that, sorry. Yeah. Just, uh, it was a guy who would turn into, um, it was a, like an Ant-Man-like figure, would shrink down real small. Mm-hmm. And at one point, he went up somebody's urethra and then... Um, he went up his own back. boyfriend's urethra and then he sneezed and he got really big. Oh, and I just, I, like, yeah. my legs are crossed remembering that. Yeah. Brutal. Yes, that's how that show is uh, often. Anyway, uh, so the Hulk pilot movie, just called The Incredible Hulk, uh, we open with a very soft focus montage, like Vaseline montage of, of David Banner and his wife, Laura, uh, and their wonderful relationship. And then they got in a car accident and the car flipped upside down and Banner could not get her out of the car before it exploded and she died. And he wakes up because he was having a dream, but this was a, you know, he has... PTSD of this, more or less. Yeah. Uh, and he works at a place called the Culver Institute with uh, a very, like, 70s pretty co-worker who he's known for a long time named Dr. Elena Marks. And they work on... They're doing a study on, like... You all know I'm the thing where it's like... Yeah, the thing where it's like, oh, you have a huge adrenaline rush in a moment of extreme duress, and you suddenly have, like, way more strength than yeah. what you normally could do with normal human inhibitions but uh yeah they're studying this thing that basically is like a thing that he failed to do so it really sucks ass for him when they bring in this mother who's like five feet tall and like 110 pounds and she was like yeah i lifted this car off my son easy no this, problem yeah <laughs> and it was cool yeah i lifted it with one finger and i spun <laughs> it around like a basketball and threw it away and i guess you were just kind of a bitch and you couldn't do it over your for your wife sorry it is i love that the other scientist is like maybe you shouldn't be in this kind of work like Science obviously dictates that like, this guy should not be in this line of work. <laughs> no. Oh, you're studying the this thing exact that you thing. failed to do and it weighs on you every second of every day. It's just honestly remarkable that this show is like, all right, dead wife in the backstory. And you're like, okay. Uh, and then at the end of the episode, it's like dead person who was in love with him who kind of died because of your fault. Wow. You got two women to motivate you. Yeah. 
One wasn't enough. No, no, no. A new day in America. This dude, yeah. Ladies be dying around this man. Uh, <laughs> so we are also introduced to tabloid reporter Jack McGee uh, of the National Register, who really wants to interview David for some reason. And he's like, sorry, your newspaper's a rag. I will not be doing that. Uh, Why does he want to interview him? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> to see yeah, what weird science they're doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot to mention this episode was directed by a man named uh, Kenneth Johnson, who also directed uh, Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Wow. One of those things. That was less. Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century was a lot less boring. Yeah, because it had protozoa in it. And what a m- remarkable body of work for this man. Yeah. Wow. He's really seen it all in the TV world. He's really seen it all. <laughs> Fuck off. Boom, boom, boom. I tried to think what the next part of that song it's, was. Or sorry, zoom, 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 yes. make my heart go boom, boom. You did my firework. supernova girl. You did firework. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, Even sorry. brighter than the moon, moon, That's moon. That's right. It's always been inside of you, you, you. It's always uh, been inside a plastic bag. When you wish. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, also that woman who lifted a uh, car off her son, uh, she was on her way to Columbus, Ohio, so that was yeah, the Ohio yeah, reference yeah. of the week. Uh, another fun fact I just wanted to mention about this episode is, is that there's one scene uh, where an uncredited Richard Keel plays the Hulk, uh, a.k.a. Jaws from the James Bond franchise, or uh, the very large man from Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I'm uh, confused. Wow. The IMDb listed uh, Charles Napier as uncredited voicing for the finale of the Hulk, mm. and I was like, what? But he also appeared in the Hulk, and you know Charles Napier. He was. Um, I know the name. I'm trying to think what you would know him from. You know what? Oh boy, this is a really specific scene, but you might remember it. Do you remember in Austin Powers, oh, wow. the American general who goes to wake up Austin and has Not the really, whole like? But I know what you're it's in the about. opening where it's like, feed my fish. Take care oh, of my yeah, dogs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah, guy. Oh, that, that guy. And then here's yeah. the I'm going to London, England. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's like, it's what really a yeah. Imagine him doing a voice, and then imagine the Hulk wearing a shirt that says "Guns don't kill people." Charles I Napier do. Is also, like, he's also like, I think the guy who's like leads the. Uh, this is way more the thing. He like is the SWAT team leader in um, the Silence of the Lambs because he would oh, work with. Um, okay. Uh, he would work with, with Demi. Uh, yeah, Demi a bunch. He was in like five or six Demi movies. Mm. I can't believe I pulled the fucking one scene appearance from Austin Powers <laughs> before, before I Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> This Jesus. is how you're. This is. Put it's okay. Down. Austin Powers is just more lodged in your brain than Silence of the Lambs. It is. And that's okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're hanging out. They're talking about unique deviations in DNA structure. They're doing some pretty intense, as you knowing, about mitochondria at some point. <laughs> A moment um, that really did don't reaffirm the to me why we named this podcast this is yeah. the amount where they're like, of course. Anyone would know that. Yeah, they're like they're explaining like what mitochondria. They're literal professional cellular biologists. I wanted <laughs> and them like, to say you know mitochondria. The powerhouse of the cell. Yeah. 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 yeah, like I was shocked they didn't just say that. I don't know when that became a meme though. Uh, uh, well, I don't think it became a meme until more recently. Yes, I'm sure it like was just 1977. Like, yeah, yeah, when did when did people when did what t-shirts was the first start meme? Like somebody would call it that a meme. No, like I I mean like you think back you're like. That was a fucking meme all along. Like the Kilroy was here. I was going to say Kilroy was here. Uh, There's way older stuff than that, Uh, but not off the top of my head. But like if you ever heard anyone like try and do some pop science shit about memes, they'll talk about like shit from like the 17th century. Oh, yeah. These illuminated manuscripts fucking full of memes, baby. Yeah. The Odyssey was just a shit post. 
Yeah, the original Edgelord, <laughs> Achilles himself. Wasn't Dick Dorkins one of those guys who was like... Who said like who used to be like a meme yeah. studier? It's possible. Uh, so it's Hideo Kojima. That's why it's all about Metal Gear Solid 2. So yeah, they figure out that everyone who was... Uh, who got like great strength in the moments of duress had a unique deviation in their DNA structure. And he's like, that's it. And then he checks his own blood and he was like, uh, mine yeah. doesn't have it, Would but I do have that? weird blood. <laughs> uh, so he stays late at the lab and discovers there was high sunspot activity for all of them. But in David's, there was low sunspot activity. So he's like, I know what I can do to simulate there being high sunspot activities. I'm going to fucking blast myself with gamma rays. Uh, and he's I, just like, I'll turn the knob all the way up to the I, white thing. I have says, a question. Yeah. I'm going to be today's Steven. I know gamma rays are real. What, what is a gamma ray? Uh, Does we, need Steven, know? we need Steven here for this. Does anyone know? How uh, do, would he know what a gamma ray yeah, is? I don't think he would know Alex that Alex was either. getting mad about science in the second episode, but sure, whatever. this one. Yeah, she was mad about E. coli or whatever. Yes, <laughs> she was laughing at the E. coli thing. Gamma ray, it's the... Uh, uh, Kai Hansen from Halloween formed them after he left that band. They're not as good. Yeah. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age were originally called that, but because that gamma ray existed, they changed it. There was a Beck song. Yeah. Uh, the effect of gamma rays on Man of the Moon Marigolds is a thing. Anyway, yeah, he turns the gamma radiation dose like. I was wearing the New York Dolls. Where are the New York Dolls on the list? I think 73. Oh. But I could be thinking of that's when their album came out. So in my mind, it might just be that. That is not it. 73 is Twisted Sister. 60. Oh. Sister. Something. 65. That's the cult. All right. Well, where, where are the. Oh, no, no, no. Listen, come on. I'm not going to keep doing this. It'll be all day. You know, I wow. give up. Oh, it's a bad day. I don't know where the New York Dolls are. It was 60. Are. I thought he might just say 60. 60 on the nose, really. Yeah, wow. 60 on the nose. Damn. Seems a little high. Good band, but yeah, I don't know about Greatest 60 is the best hard artist of hard rock. Yeah, no. uh, Matt, who's number one on that list? Probably Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> I just it's realized really that I was one. like, I wonder if Matt knows. <laughs> We've been funny. only covering the middle ones. I don't know. You know, it's like the thing where it's like. It's an easy guess, that one. Who's two? I don't know the Rolling Stones. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. So the Stones are at like sixty-seven because I think That's half. I think <laughs> half the people who voted were like, "Are the Stones a hard rock band?" Yeah. So I, I think that. it kind of won. They went up sixty-seven on the dot. That's yeah. time to put the list away. Yeah. Was, <laughs> he got his weirdo moment like that. Um. Anyway, so yeah, he goes and he gets in this in this weird chair and device and straps himself in and. They pointed. I didn't hate thing. the way that this part. I love out. that this subverted my expectations because you're used to comic book superhero origin story. It'd be like he winds up in the lab and then he's like, yeah. I've been blasted with gamma radiation and immediately like turns the Hulk. But he just yeah. like did like an x ray type deal basically yeah. and was just like, was cool. Like, that was all right. Huh. I guess I'll but check then, out this later. Let's see if it works. Should happen. A cool, exciting cinematic moment. He finally becomes the Hulk. He literally gets mad because his car has got he a flat He has this terrible night. He's like, yeah, he's he's in, he's driving home in a thunderstorm. His car breaks down. He There's just like a bunch of shit this going is, on. He, he scrapes his hand. He basically hulks out because he, it would be like, Travis, if you're like, yeah, I learned I have superpowers. And I was like, what happened? You're like, oh, man, I had a terrible <laughs> night. I was coming home and I got stuck in traffic. <laughs> and then as I got out of the car, I like jam my thumb and then, then when I went to pick I stubbed up my toe yeah and then when <laughs> I went to pick up food I went to Popeye's first and they were out of chicken and we're like what 
And you're like, yeah. And I was like, okay, and what? Got, then, and I was like, dare rush. Yeah, and I was like, so then I like, flipped a car into a ravine. Like, and then like you got outside, and there was just someone there, and you had to like save them. You know, you like jumped in front of the car or something like that. You're like, no, I just got really annoyed, and then I learned that I could like, I was really I good at lifting out. now. Yeah, yeah. Except I wouldn't remember it in this case. Yeah, he gets mad because he's like, owie, my hand, and my car broke down, and then demolish it turns into it starts making demilich sounds yeah uh, <laughs> yeah on special vo- special guest voice auntie bowman uh i'm sorry what uh demilich is uh, this finnish death metal band whose vocalist sounds like a cosmic bullfrog basically uh <laughs> really, they're like, sick I, the sounds from this episode what the first like time if i was truly out. burping into uh, my microphone right now uh, I, I was gonna say i'm gonna need you travis to <laughs> Do your best job to recreate it. I can't do it right He's now. He's doing I can't, it so quietly. I can't. I, I, can't, I don't. I can't. I don't have that ability. He's really good. And then uh, yeah, all no, the this song. Guy, this guy sounds great. And all the song titles are like the sixteenth six tooth son of fourteen four regional dimensions still unnamed. And he'll like introduce them in concert by like growling that entire title out or whatever. And everyone's like, yeah. Nice. I don't know. <laughs> Death metal fucking kicks ass. Yeah. You're an absolute loser if you don't understand. Um, <laughs> no, go, go in on it more. <laughs> we need material. I have nothing to say about the Incredible right. Hulk. Ian, your assignment is go home and listen to this their is... only album, Nespith, and yeah, get back to it. Nespith? Nespith. It's Nespith. like an anagram for the spine or the penis, either one, but it's supposed to be the spine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm an absolute. Oh, that's. It's incredible. Lame. Yeah. Incredible and I band. saw them. Uh, with, with Blood the, Incantation. Blood Incantation, Artificial Brain. Yeah, great set. I th- so my comparison point when we reached the first Hulk thing was like, this is this is sane elsewhere, but with superheroes. Where it's like, yeah, he technically did Hulk out and do a thing, but like the way it was presented somehow made it feel like it didn't occur on screen. Yeah, and it's like, is it just like our modern sensibilities watching this era well, of television? This was the most exciting thing that had ever aired on television <laughs> yeah. at the time. Lassie had just aired. ended, and they were like, I need something new. Like, oh, man, I gotta <laughs> shoot this into my okay. veins! <laughs> Alright, and now it's time for a new segment, which is if you could draw, give Hulk powers to any previous show that we've covered, what would you pick? Because <laughs> I was just thinking about how sick it would be if Lassie could Hulk out. Uh, Who gets mad a lot? Pendulette. Pendulette, yeah, already. Jack from Lost on Party of Five. Who's the fucking uh, kid from who, uh, Adam Brody? Was oh, oh, no. from the OC. or no, or, uh, no, Sandy Cohen's son, Seth Cohen. Should That's Adam Brody's Hulk. character. Yes. No, yeah. Ryan makes way more sense to be the one to Hulk out. Could you imagine? <laughs> but that's Hulk... why it's funnier. Yeah, but could you imagine? Oh, Kelly Pickler. Could you imagine um, if the Hulk Kelly had never gets mad? Jesus Child Christ. Um, <laughs> we got we went we went real far past because I was just going to say, could you imagine though if the Hulk had a shoestring choker necklace as he was fighting people? Uh, that's the only thing that stayed on. Yeah, it's the only all the rest thing. of his clothes ripped off. You should have to see the Hulk stick, not get to have to. Yeah, you should have to. That didn't get bigger with the rest. Like he got bigger, but his yeah, dick it's, and balls it's like a, the same it's, it's like a Roman thing, yeah. and it's more aesthetic for them for it to be small. Yeah, Travis I gave my two. Silent. I gave my two best answers already. I was just Kelly Pickler and. <laughs> And uh, fucking, who did I just say? Uh, Kelly Pickler doing that salmon shot and then hulking out, destroying <laughs> the bar and killing seven people. Yeah, Kelly in Pickler bar. and Jesus Christ are my two. I can't for believe sure. this is Columbo the- possibly. Is uh, there has never been that sentence strung together in the history of the universe? <laughs> Kelly Pickler and Jesus Christ should be able to hulk out. Yeah, possibly Columbo. <laughs> That's what we're possibly here for. Possibly Columbo. Um. Yeah, anyway, he gets really mad. He turns into the Hulk. It's like a d- decent transformation sequence for TV for a TV movie at that time. And then uh, 
he just throws his car down a hill and then he goes down to a lake where a guy and his daughter are fishing. You guys, this came out the year after Star Wars. Just wow. thinking where we are as a culture in that moment. Little did we know that would be everything. <sighs> yeah. I know. Uh, he's described in the Hulk wiki as the next morning, the thing that had once been David Banner encounters a father and his daughter <laughs> fishing by a lake. And she's like, what the fuck? And falls in the lake. She's terrified of this big green guy. Uh, and he tries to help her by pushing a tree into the water to cling to. And her dad, who's just very negligent, just walking away while this is all happening. It's like, <laughs> what the hell? And he shoots the Hulk uh, in the shoulder, uh, who then just runs up on him and uh, crushes his rifle and then throws the guy, they said, like 35 yards into the lake or <laughs> oh something like that. <laughs> Fucking Matt Stafford armed <laughs> this dude in. Throw me. I'd like to be <laughs> launched. If there were like a like a water attraction nearby where you could be launched 35 yards into water, I would do it. I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is Incredible Hulk Encounter. <laughs> and just <laughs> That would be fucking <laughs> sick. Yeah, Bam Margera getting Hulk powers. Could that be would be way lamer. <laughs> All he would do is antagonize his parents. That's true. I'd be mad One if, of I, Bam's if I found out Hulk that powers? I had thrown my own car into the water. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck? fuck? Yeah. Like, I'm not that attached to that car, but, like, now I have to get another car. Yeah. So he goes back to, like, into the woods, and he looks in the water, and he slowly turns back into David Banner, and he's like, what the hell just happened? The next morning, Elaine is chilling at home, and David shows up, and he's half naked and has a gunshot wound in the shoulder, and he's like, I don't know what happened last night. Uh, I was starting <laughs> to change my tire, and that's the last thing I recall. And she's like, well, that's weird. Uh, Dang. Let me help you All out right. here. And he's like, yeah, anyway, I injected myself with gamma rays last night. Uh, I, I don't learned, know what happened. Yeah, and she was like, you did. You took seven times the dose that you thought that you did. <laughs> yeah, something. I feel like they like point at the that's scale. They're just like, oh, no, 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 no. You see, uh, I hate when this happens. Two of the zeros got removed or whatever. Yeah. It's like they basically just he like, thought he was doing 300,000. He did 2 million. <laughs> yeah, they just like fold something over. It's like, oh, fuck, yeah, no. They did it again. No. <laughs> works. No money down. <laughs> works yeah. on commission. Mm. Uh, yeah. I don't even know what unit of measure they're using, but he had 200. He had 2 million of it. Uh, what would be the, what, what's a good unit of measurement to have 2 million of? Jewels. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Imagine if you just uh. like walked over to Travis's apartment. And he's just got like a swimming pool filled with jewels. He's Not got that kind all. of jewel. Uh, oh, the unit of measure. Yeah, no, I, I know, I know. But I, for some reason, I was like, oh, wait, what if it was two million jewel pods? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, they're going to outlaw this shit. I'm sitting on a gold mine over here. <laughs> I could be like the early pandemic people with the hand sanitizer. <laughs> selling really high nicotine things. I'd say this is a similar situation to the pandemic. Them taking away jewels and then trying to make cigarettes like not do anything. Or That's good. Everyone should get. That is good. Of course, it's good. Just distribute candy cigarettes to people. Those Make are fun. cigarettes, but they're healthy for you. Uh, science, right. why course. are you not doing this every waking moment? It's what the people Yeah, demand. why is that not a tech... Uh, who's who's VC funding Yeah, why, can I get money to do this if I just I go smoke like... smoke some soil So I've introduced a new item that's a cigarette, but it'll tell you if you're sick or whatever fucking... Woo! Oh, if it's blue smoke, it means you have cancer. If your hand's bigger than your face while you smoke <laughs> this, it means that you have cancer. It's going up to every person for angel, what is angel fund, uh, investing or whatever. Yeah. Angel like, investing. And, and like, just oh, breaking and just, their nose. Yes. 
sending weird if you uh, ever do this you're welcome on the pod whenever uh, sending flirtatious text oh, to them and i'm going okay uh, Holmes to come on the podcast did she break anybody's oh, nose? oh no i'm sorry i thought we were just back on that i mean scamming vulture capitalist investors like uh, yeah she should come on that's fine oh, yeah the weird. stuff she had connected up was good the one stuff where the, she took advantage of poor people was less good one right. of the most deranged people to to live Elizabeth dick. Holmes? Just a fucking freak. I don't know. It's sort of she's a product of that whole environment, though. Yeah, that, okay. Way. You can be of a product of an environment and, and still be, be a fucking She's deranged, but so are all the people who are like, we thought she'd be the next Archimedes. Yeah, <laughs> those people are also deranged. <laughs> With that thing where it would just be like the fucking, like, I would literally cut my heart out for you or whatever messages to that guy. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> that harder. just rocks. <laughs> that That's fucking whips ass. The news <laughs> of like course you would think that. All right. Hey, are you going to send us photos of you dancing tonight? No. Why? Uh, what? What well, could you? I'm not going to be taking them. So. What could you possibly have to lose? Your dignity. We all like you, Travis. Yeah, we okay. would like We're to see these see. photos and think it would be fun to share in this moment with our friends. And you're just. It like, would no. be the new me holding an L photo, as far as which I'm we all love. <laughs> we adore that. I have to imagine you specifically asked to hold the L, knowing no, it would they be a handed f- me that. They handed me that L, and I took <laughs> it. And for I those of you like, who are unaware, Travis, uh, what was we the did sign? A, our union did a walkout in uh, at the time it was uh, to get people with like disputed positions recognized uh, by the company or something. And we all held individual letters spelling a sentence that said like, you are welcome or something like that. And I, we were all just handed a letter and we walked outside and mine was an L. And so there's a picture of me in a group of people all holding letters. But if you just zoom in, it's just me literally holding this L. And thus it has become like... <laughs> A memetic photo within our like group chat. What I need to do is, uh, I think for my birthday someone photoshopped it with a W. Then yeah, yeah, that did happen. I think that Luke did, did that. What I need to do, Luke. Yeah, uh, I need to put your face on uh, Sally Field and Norma Ray and the union sign. It's just the L. Yeah, this is a gift. It was the one of the greatest gifts the day that that was posted because <laughs> I think within like a minute of it being it's like posted, Ian is going to save this for. I had already forever. like tweeted out like when I go to Popeyes, but they're out of spicy, <laughs> <laughs> or when my convoluted system to make me listen to a new record gives me a bad result. <laughs> yes, so. and that was the one where it was like people we hadn't talked to in a minute were like immediately hitting like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a gift for I everyone. Sorry, I got away from the microphone. I was told recently, uh, or not told recently, but someone was like, I love Travis's socks being your muse because in two photos I took of you, you were apparently prominently wearing socks. I'm just not wearing shoes in them and my legs yeah. are crossed on them or something. Yeah, like and that. I guess or I guess it really stands out. I don't know. I was like, they're really sure. As you have your socks on, you are a big fan of taking your socks fully off. Yeah, but not in a guest, or not when I'm a guest. I don't know. Uh, see, I'm so used to... I'm so used to a world when people walk into my home, they do, and then they throw the sock at me, and then they put the other sock <laughs> in my mouth. Like, no, <laughs> and no. Then they and put later it in, they're like, like, where are my socks? They're like, I brought you a bread basket, and then I open up the bread basket, but inside it's just like three socks of theirs, and then, yeah. you know, they just hide it, and then they can't find those things. We miss you, Steven. Get well soon. I know that you did die canonically. <laughs> <laughs> what is he actually doing this week? I don't know. He died. Just at something. So anyway... Elaine is dressing David's wound, and then there's a knock on the door, and it's Jack McGee again, being uh, like, I would love Jack to do McGee. an interview. How would you handle uh, wh- uh, somebody showing up at your door being like, I got shot in the shoulder? And they're like, y- you got shot, like, an hour ago? Because this wound is mostly healed. And I haven't seen you in, yeah, some, um, some like, time. And he came here. He came to my house. Your co-worker. Hospital. 
Well, she's in love with him, and he knows it. Yeah. He knows it, yeah. He's trying to get, get that sympathy. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but Jack McGee shows up, and then he's like, I want to interview you about the, your pretty oh, normal cool. thing. Uh, it's any normal scary. person, like... He's played by... fucking he, shot, dude? He's yeah. played by Tom Hanks in, uh, in Elvis. <laughs> you and me, we are destiny, yeah. Monsieur Hulk. Yeah, he shows up and then he sees uh, David there in the background and he was like, oh, you fucking, okay, never mind. Oh, but yeah, anyway, baby. He's like, you're uh, preoccupied. I oh, see so you've moved on from your dead wife, Dr. Banner, and then you just leave. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to uh, a different lab uh, that's more isolated and uh, it has a hyperbaric chamber used for deep sea experiments. And they put David in there and they're like, let's try and recreate the conditions this of that. that they're just like, it might be dangerous. You know how you well, blacked out for like two days and we're like, like this. Yeah, we got like a test shoulder. We could like, I don't know, drop the bomb. We could explode the bomb from Hiroshima in there and nothing <laughs> would happen. Like the level of what they're saying in yeah. there. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Goku like, trains in here. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Time moves differently in there. Dr. Banner. We, you, you can only stay so long in there because one minute inside is a year outside. <laughs> So, yeah, they do stuff. They're like, let's try and create a rainstorm in there. Uh, and I wish at any point anyone had that level of energy, what you just brought to this episode. Yeah, no one. <laughs> everyone is bored on both these episodes and not everyone really putting looks, any effort into their lines. Everyone like, looks this so is a really sleepy. poorly acted show all around. Everyone here. looks. It looks so extremely like just like a, a low rent movie of the era. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Right. Uh, it looks like an MST3K like choice like it it feels like that i've been playing times. yeah i was gonna say i've been playing a bunch of the riff tracks game which is like one of the jackbox games where you'll just see a clip and then you add lines to it mm-hmm. and so much of this felt like one of those things where i'm just like i need anyone to have energy here yeah this is fucking manos the whole cans of fate so much of the show is somebody saying something to david banner and him going you're telling me this restate the thing and they're like yes let me restate it a third time <laughs> no that's impossible but that was like the Sorkin dialogue of that era. It was just so, it was just like snap crackle. Like everyone was like, wow. <laughs> my heart, like, would, I can't my keep heart up. would have been racing. <laughs> I would have been like skipping back 15 seconds to see if I could understand all of the information they were dropping. Yeah. The, the, it's not until the finale, but the like held static shot of him walking into town. And I was like, wow, that was a really long shot of him walking into town. And then it just cuts to a different angle, and he's walking through town. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and then it just keeps doing it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? The chase it's- scene in that episode also, that's just going on forever. Of just- <laughs> it was just like five unbroken minutes of this guy walking through an empty town. And I was like, I get it. No one is there. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they try and fail to recreate the night before. They have an ar- like it does kind of some more expectations of version because they like they get in an argument. Like it seems like oh maybe he'll just hook out right in front of her like this. But this it doesn't is happen. not no. This is fucking edging. Yeah. This is not subverting my expectations. This is just edging. It's not giving me any yeah. fucking thing. Just show me the Hulk. I'm here no, for man. one thing. The only thing that interests me on this show is a big green guy. He's not a jolly green giant. No, no, no. He's a mean spirited green man and i want to see him throw a fucking fire truck through like the sears tower okay yeah right i don't want to see a lesser form of kung fu where he goes around and solves the problems of people in town using his science knowledge i don't care about bruce banner the scientist i want it to be like 
Ultimate Destruction, where you can make boxing gloves out of a bus. Also, the <laughs> best... <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. Or whatever, out of a Also, car. the best st- Hulk stories ultimately end with the same thing, which is recognizing that there is no Hulk and there is no banner separation. They're the same person. Yeah. It's just one is the suppressed side. The best ones are the ones where he's like, yeah, I come to terms with that. That's how the Avengers ends. Yeah, that did. That was a, a good part of that movie. And then they and haven't the, been able yeah, to make I'm a movie all the for time. him since. Like, just do it. Yeah, yeah he like, appears oh, in other things. I'm always fucking furious. I'm any person who's online in the year 2022. <laughs> I'm just always. <laughs> yeah, at a this low is me simmer. with Hulk powers. Is like me yeah. on Twitter or whatever. Just be like, Argh. and then just like typing a reply furiously while big and green. Yeah, everyone in the anyone in the K hive who has Hulk powers would be the most dangerous person in America. I was gonna say, go to Twitter and find the first tweet that makes you mad. But this is a bad bit because the first tweet I just saw that makes me mad is from Travis's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> she never tweets though. No, but she's replying to me. Oh, okay, she's replying to me and Audrey by saying that Sun Pop is good. Yes. <laughs> That is exactly. It's good. Oh, man. I mean, I'll think of uh, one of the few tweets that actually did make me log off in my life. A thing I, like, I don't do very often. Like, I... Well, uh, when you say log off, do you mean, like... Like, I put a... I was like, I'm not going on here for the rest of the night. Really? Okay. I was it say, was... Walk away for, like, speaking of minutes. Elizabeth Holmes, it was, like, when that documentary came out about her, and there was someone who was, like... Making fun of Elizabeth Holmes for doing this fake voice is actually transphobia oh boy. for for that, people yeah. who are, for trans men who have to change that, their voice. That it's that like, only it's really a resolve. different deal. She, one, she's not trans. Two, we also make fun of Gigi Hadid, who <laughs> was rightly pointed out by Tavi Gellatin. It's just the same voice. <laughs> Three, I've met trans men and none of them sound like they are making fun. Of, they're doing, as yep. Jezebel put it, the dumb guy voice that all women uh, do to make fun of men. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what it is. <laughs> Like, <laughs> so anyway, uh, they fail to recreate the lab conditions, but then David goes to sleep and then he has the nightmare again and then he I, turns into the Hulk. I love that he, I mean, I guess it's the 70s, but it's like, it was a very traumatic moment. My wife died and I, I haven't gotten over that. It's like, yeah, bro, it's been, someone was like, oh, you're still having that nightmare, but it's been almost a year. And he's like, 11 months next week. And I was like, Yeah. Grief is weird, man. Cut the dude some slack. <laughs> That's yeah. eleven months ago. That's so I mean, recent. she's trying to she's trying to jump yeah, on no. that though. So it is. Yeah, because when I see <laughs> bills are waiting for this it, moment. Guy. I, I, yeah, I mean, it's really hard not to see like the unmatched raw sexual energy of Bill Bixby, a man yeah. who looks like a tired middle manager. <laughs> <laughs> but especially if he can turn into a really huge guy. I don't know if canonically the Hulk got that. Got the that dick strong stays dick the same size. You already did the dick bit. It's like, did we? Yeah, we were yeah, talking. You just, you, wow. uh, we talked about. I mean, we talked about termite from the boys. No, and, we talked about uh, it. The we said played the tape. His back. dick and balls don't get bigger. And I didn't was, hear that. I don't know. I was oh, in my. I was in my a, notes. Way to be present in the podcast. I was looking deep in my notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were tweeting. Probably they stay the same. I have size. not tweeted it's today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not tweeted today. I don't know if I tweeted during this recording. It's been uh, 17 hours and 40 minutes since I last tweeted. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Lena is like, "What's going on down there?" And they do it. Uh, it doesn't sort of get a jump bigger s- when I'm the Hulk. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I mean, like, they, it'd be bad if it did. She, they Maybe. do. They do a jump scare where she's coming down to look at the chamber, and then his fist just comes in through the window, which was kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> was it? It was all right. It sounds like you I'm wanted. St- you're so starved for any kind of yeah. action. <laughs> there here. were things to like. There was a lot of potential in this that was not realized. It was sort of my take on this, this no. TV movie. No, no, that's not how this works. 
there is a lot of potential that was squandered because it has been realized in the pages of the Incredible <laughs> Hulk, which creates an outline for how to tell an interesting, exciting story of this. And they took that and ignored it. Yeah. Uh, but it this does... is during that period where they were just like, yeah, 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 fine. We can make a thing that's from a comic book, but I swear to fucking Christ, if you do any comic booky shit in here. He was like, why are you adapting this thing then? And they're like, I fucking like money. I don't know. Yeah, we didn't you... really look into how this got made. Uh, but I'll pull that up. Yeah, we can do that in between. Uh, so it tears through the hyperbaric chamber, and uh, Elena manages to calm him down uh, and get some a blood sample from him because his knuckles are bloody from punching the window. And, uh, and then he changes back into David after he's chilled out for a bit. The Hulk has one of the worst haircuts of all time. It is, yeah, yeah. Oh, pretty man. abysmal. He looks like an Amish boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they did that hair. He looks so German. <laughs> so they survey the destruction, and David's like, holy shit, that was me? Like, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, okay. It was uh, developed by Kenneth Johnson, who is the creator of uh, V, the science fiction. Uh, v, wow. Yeah, series from the, the reptoid 80s. thing. What? The reptoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah reptoids. Uh, he also the remake did of that. Uh, the Bionic Woman and Alienation. Fuck, I forgot about the V remake yeah. that had what's her name from yeah. Lost. Yeah, yeah. What is her name? What is it? None of my business. <laughs> it's Elizabeth Mitchell, uh, who Juliet. was Juliet on Lost. And hey, guys, um, she was the Snow Queen in Once Upon a Time. Mm. Wow, I love her. She's so good in Lost. Yeah, boy, she's gonna be an all star. She got Lost. She got V. She got Revolution. Revolution. Don't know what that is. Revolution is the one where um, it's the post-apocalyptic world where uh, all of all electronic, like there's a permanent blackout oh that was caused God. in 2012. I forgot that show happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It stars Billy Burke, who is the father in the Twilight movies. Uh, 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 Bella's dad in the Twilight movies. Yeah. It's the only other thing I've, uh, that I'm aware of that Zach Orth was on. Uh, he was uh, the he's the funniest part of Wet Hot American Summer. He's the big guy, uh, you know. Hey, uh, this is for you. It's a Chase Lounge, you know uh, that guy. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, like the my, some of my favorite jokes in that. He was also in it. And guess who played the villain? Xander Berkeley. No, <laughs> I mentioned guess. this guy last week as guess who played the villain. It's a running thing. Alan of, Dale. Oh. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's someone who has not appeared yet on this podcast, but. He was the magic mirror in Once Upon a Time. That's right, Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> Again. Oh my God! I love how like that's the li- that's the lingering legacy of Breaking Bad more than anything is people seeing that and going, "Would you want to play this character forever?" It's weird for so that he was most known as playing Bugged Out until then, and now yeah. it's all he only plays spooky villain guys with vague ethnic ethnicities who says a lot of words very eloquently. Yeah, yeah. yeah his whole thing now is just being in a room and he's like. He basically now talks like the architect. <laughs> All he does is like come into a room. He's like, you are under the impression and the illusion that you have power in this because I allow you to think that. Is and he's still case. slightly doing a fake Chilean accent. Yeah. And it's like, you're not. He's lost you're himself. Not he has fully black Italian, lost himself. He is. He, it's, it's over. It's gone. He can't come uh, back. I They'll probably play, fucking cast him as Magneto. I got to play Far Cry 6 for like $20 someday. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> You don't have They're to. fun games. I hear this one is incredible. They're stupid, but they're I hear fun. this one is incredibly racist. Probably. <laughs> they're not. They're, <laughs> Travis is they're, crying. They're not. Uh, they're not uh, woke games particularly, they're, but no. <laughs> they are no. fun. 
the ones where the game that everyone liked the most was like, yeah, you're just fucking, I don't know. You're, you're a some, white South Asian mixed guy. Oh, I was thinking three. Oh, yeah. Where it's just like, yeah, you're some fucking guys. You just, woo, it's vacation in the islands. No, I don't know. You get like involved in a civil war or some yeah. dumb shit. Then you save the day, maybe. And then the new one is like, this is maybe anti-communist. Oh, <laughs> like, not maybe, buddy. What are these fucking... What does Ubisoft care about that kind of shit? Uh, Ubisoft cares about that shit because Yves Gaumont is a crazy man. He's like, I love cheese and to overlook abuse in my studios. <laughs> look at us. We made Rayman. That's Man. every video game designer. Yeah, but extremely them. And they're like, look, oh, we made Rayman. We bought Tom Clancy. I can't believe the studio that makes Tom Clancy games would be anti-communist. Um, no, <laughs> it's not just, again, that they bought... They, like, they, like, I think they get, like, a portion of the fucking... Uh, of book sales for him? the Amazon show. Of I think Reacher they, I think they're like, Or not Reacher, that's Lee Child. Of, of Jack think, Ryan stuff. Yeah, I think they're like fucking yeah. in it. Like the, the amount they've invested. That's crazy. But Jesus. now they're also like owned by Tencent. So also like they're, they have to start becoming pro-communist because Tencent's Chinese. Yes. <laughs> so then instead, <laughs> there'll be the abrupt shift. Yeah, when, when are we going to get that full culture shift? Oh, it's happening, Where, baby. Like we all, like that's just, yeah, everybody no. has to start well, appealing to that. Specifically the CCP. It's going to be pretty much the same, except Winnie the Pooh is fucking blacklisted. Anyway. So she dies. Not yet. Uh, first, they're like uh, a state trooper. Talk about the middle stuff? What happens between her and this and her and like the, the him hulking out and her? It's dying? them talking about it, and then a state trooper shows up and is like, "Did you know your car was missing?" And oh, he was right. like, "Yeah, I think it was stolen last night." And then Jack McGee is like, "Do you know anyone who wears this size shoe?" And pulls out a huge plaster cast of the Hulk footprint, which is a Dot okay gag. Pretty quick, and yeah. he was ready. Yeah. Yeah. I like how you've said Jack McGee so far because it's, it's fun never, to say Jack like, McGee. You're always Jack McGee. <laughs> it's fun to say. I don't want to just call him McGee. Uh, he's Jack McGee. Uh, and he also talked to the father and the daughter, and they were like, there was this huge green guy, this big Hulk. You know, and like, there's a cryptid in the area that we need to, <laughs> to look out for. This show would be so much better if it was actually just from Jack McGee's viewpoint and it was chasing <laughs> the Hulk. Yeah. Then it would at least explain why there's so little Hulk in it. Then it would be the X file that I was the right. hypothetical yeah. X files episode explaining, except with an annoying reporter instead of a <laughs> team of good-looking FBI agents. Travis, if you had to pick a role who should uh, th- that uh, David Duchovny should play in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, who would you pick? Like it, it can be one that's already been cast and played because I'm really running out of people that haven't yeah, been in those movies yet that you I know. Pick of. any X Men character, yeah, it's Professor X played to you by <laughs> David Duchovny. That's the end. Uh, I, I, want, I want I, this is Marvel. Yeah, that's know, fine. But I want Duchovny Batman. <laughs> it'd be so good. I Duchovny Gordon actually like talking. Yeah, about are we talking sixty-year-old David Duchovny? Yeah, right now today. But I think him just being the most like fucking checked out cop. <laughs> Honestly, I would like. Tra- it, there's the uh, Harley Quinn TV show, which is actually like it's a cartoon that's pretty fun. And there's one where uh, there, there's uh, Gordon turns on the bat signal and Batman shows up. And he's like, Gordon, what's the problem? And uh, also he's voiced by Diedrich Bader. Uh, nice. um, Two chicks at the same time. From That's what he's exactly like Best known show. as an office space. Uh, an office space. The neighbor in office space. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, I don't know who you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> Two chicks at the same time. What a, what a good time. fucking answer. That, that's Dude, incredible. we drove past, I gotta tell you guys, yeah. we drove past a place on the way down to the show this morning that was called Four Girls, One Face. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oliver Hoenn is just like, yes! 
Yes. <laughs> it didn't say what type of place it was. It just well, yeah. red we on it, by. and it wasn't like blacked out windows. Was it, so. Wait, was this the black and red building that had all of the other like it just said like sex and toys? No, it was okay. not. It was not like in any way an oh, okay, obvious like, we, sex shop or anything. We drove by that on the way to the show, and Jeff was just like, "Oh, that's where." Uh, Dick Whitman was born, and then we just kept driving. <laughs> I was going to say, I would. Uh, it might be because I watched it recently, but I would like a Duchovny Mysterio, especially yeah. if Darren Morgan wrote the script. Oh, oh, no, in the uh, in the uh, Harley Quinn show. Yeah, there's like, he, he turns on the light, and Batman shows up, he's like, you know, Jim, what's the problem? And Gordon's just like, that's uh, Barbara. She's cheating on me. I know this marriage is just dissolving, <laughs> and I, I just didn't have anyone else to talk to. And I just love the idea of instead of it being like really emotionally worked up, Christopher Maloney voicing Gordon in that, instead it's just Duchovny just so lazily like, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's over. You know? I mean, what could you do? I don't, I don't know. Just fully. Who's the Hank uh, Moody of the MCU? Um, uh, okay. Trying to, trying to speed through here. All right. What she dies. Happened? She dies. She didn't die yet. What happens? Oh I truly the Hulk has to come out again before she dies. Is the, you're actually doing a good job of simulating the experience of watching the episode. I was so like, I'm just How? like, come on! They try and covertly do her experiments, on. and Jack McGee follows them around, and then the Hulk happens again. And is this at where some she point, dies? And she dies in this like. Uh, uh, because there's like a gas leak or something. Yeah, a bottle of chem knock several bottles of chemicals leak onto the floor. A bunch of chemicals. There's a big X explosion. Yeah, and then the the perfect little girls are born. Uh sure. that's a better show. Spice. <laughs> Everything <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh what are the Roddy Rough Boys made out of again? Uh uh something snails and puppy dog tails. I swear snails. the first snail Wait, yeah. it's something then snails, then puppy dog tails. Yeah, fuck, okay. Um anyway. <laughs> Nails? Uh, was it nails? Yeah, there's, oh. then there's a, there's an explosion and the Hulk's there and uh, you know in the aftermath uh, uh, she dies and McGee is she, one of well, the okay. people who oh, okay oh, okay we just could be like oh she dies and then you finally yeah. get to the part where she dies and you're like oh she dies and it's like no 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 remember she's like talking to me it's like I don't know if you understand me this isn't she your had fault you didn't kill me yeah I loved you David I always loved you David goodbye. And then the next day, he's like, you never told me, but I think you loved me. And I think I loved you, too, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, lame shit. Yeah. Uh, like, could you imagine if he had hit her with the, like, but I was still into my wife, and I hadn't gotten over that, and I just always felt we were better as friends. Well, and <laughs> it is implied she'd been in love with him for a lot since well before his marriage, because it was, like, since med school or something. Or since Yeah. 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 Whatever. Uh, Jack McGee <laughs> thinks that the Hulk killed David Banner as well as her because no one ever, no one ever figures it fuck. out. Yeah, he's not a good reporter. Uh, I would have made the connection instantly. Uh, there is a part where he confronts that's David. Why and that's David, why you are the ace reporter for, uh, you know, whatever fucking rag that he worked for. For uh, a singular... What, what is the... The National the Register. I'm talking about the... Uh, <laughs> I was going to reference the Chicago Flying Humanoid Timeline website oh. again. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, ChicagoMothman.biz. I don't know. Uh, I forgot to mention, it, it happened before uh, this encounter as McGee confronts Banner and he finally does the catchphrase of, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. That just whizzed There's by me. There's a pile of sacks labeled danger at some point. Yeah, anyway, yeah, she died. Uh, the Hulk does a big no. And it, it is. I said it earlier. It is fucking ridiculous. Truly, like, I think the 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 use of you know the the term they'll use is fridging, um, for 
the tragic backstory of dead wife, yeah, which is truly very exhausting and yeah. at the core of so many characters. The fact that this show was like, dead wife, dead, unrequited love. Yeah. What about both? And it's like, I didn't need both. You could have just I done I didn't the, need either. Yeah. I didn't need this. What about this dude's just a weird little freak who exposed himself to gamma rays because, I don't know, he thought it would keep like the reptilians that, out that of That actually kind of is a later Hulk that is one that's just like a weird little guy. Just a Hulk that's a weird little guy. His name is yeah. Amadeus Cho. It's just, <laughs> Amadeus just, Cho? Yeah, he's just a cool super name. smart. That's a 2K auto generator. Yeah, he's just player. a super smart <laughs> teen who's just a weird little guy who's like Banner's like pro- prodigy student, like just like best guy. You know, underneath him, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna become the Hulk. I don't know. There's no Hulk around right now. I'm, uh, we need a Hulk. I want to be the Hulk. Yeah, you got the weird blood. I it's think easy. It's, just, you, it's uh, like there's a proven method for becoming the Hulk. There's so many cool. But so many people tried to, like, uh, like Ian talked about, a bunch of people in the Hulk comics are people who tried to be the Hulk and they didn't quite get the Hulk, or yeah. they were like abomination. Or any and person who tries to be the Hulk uh, becomes a villain. Any person who is accidentally, who is saved by Banner at high personal cost becomes a like adjacent to it there is samson uh the professor the therapist to most superheroes who has green hair and like the biblical samson the longer it is the stronger he is yeah yeah yeah. Uh, of course i'm thinking of other sick things that happen with like the hulk that are never depicted in this like that scene in the avengers where uh you know uh um ruffalo is like yeah you know what I fucking hate this life well i mean he doesn't say that but you know he's just like i put a bullet in my i put a gun in my mouth and pulled the trigger and the Hulk spit the bullet out. And you're like, that's <sighs> fucking cool. Yeah. Show me that. <laughs> he should yeah. do sonic claps and stuff in this show. That'd be cool. Uh, he should jump. Extremely tell me more far. about Hulk ultimate destruction. Travis. Okay. That's so all yeah, you here's do. all I want to do is talk about the GameCube title, incredible Hulk ultimate destruction, which is apparently a sequel to the movie tie in game Hulk <laughs> of Angley's Hulk, I guess where they were like, you know, how everyone hated Angley's Hulk. Because it was like weird and moody, oh, and you didn't like do Hulk shit. The, what the if re- we did a game where it is partially open world, and you can run around a city, and you cause absolute mayhem all the time, and you can turn a car into boxing gloves and a bus into a shield, and That's they'll cool. send mechs after you that you can fucking throw a lamp post through or whatever and impale them and stuff. I don't know. It's fucking sick. It's a really good game. It's a good time. Abominations yeah. there. Mercy's there. Devil Hulk. What yeah. else you got? That's and Doc Samson. Like that's I think all the no She Hulk. There's no She Hulk in it. That's fucking sexy. I was I was looking up. I was like, what else was in here? Like, who are these villains? Bro, the Hulk's uh, fucking sexist, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, you can take a giant gorilla balloon thing and then glide around the city, hanging onto it like a from like a car dealership or something. Okay. Which is that's pretty fun. funny. Uh, yeah, it's a good time. Wow. It's the Hulk. Yeah, episode one. Even that's the pilot. So how did the show get made? (laughs) Do we have that up? How and why? Oh, I pulled up the whole Kenneth Johnson, and then I read his credits and got fully distracted. Um, What's up with this fucking guy? He did Xenon. Uh, Well, yeah, but I mean, he also made other shows. Like, you really did bury the lead on the things he did. Yeah, he became inspired by reading Les Mis Um, to make this. Yeah, so in early 1977, Frank Price, head of Universal Television, offered Kenneth Johnson a deal to develop a television show based on any of several characters they'd licensed to the Marvel library. And he was like, uh, nah, but then he was reading Les Miserables, and he was like, I'm inspired to work on The Hulk. 
<laughs> I don't really follow. I haven't read or seen the latest. Uh, if somebody can get this guy's contact information and send it to me, I, I have some questions. I, I already have the answer. It makes sense. I mean, he just was trying to figure out which character he could do that could be wrongfully accused and then be pursued because that's all Les Mis is. Yeah. That plot yeah. Line. So he just was like, what if instead of it being... And Jack McGee's Javert. Yeah. And yeah, and so um, what's the fucking guy in Les Mis? I'm blanking. Jean Valjean. Jean, Jean Valjean. Valjean. Yeah, so yeah, instead of that becomes... Yeah, he was like, Jean Valjean. Well, I mean, admittedly, like Stan Lee could be like, so then we needed a name, something catchy that people would remember. So Jean we named Valjean. him Jean Valjean. And we were like, yeah, that's great. That's a good story. Yeah, he, uh, sold, he stole some bread, and his wife died. And sort of like you then said, then he went to jail. <laughs> sort of like you said earlier of them being like, let's not do too much comic booky shit. Like the Hulk is way less strong because they thought it would be more seem more serious. Yeah, if as he opposed wasn't to comics fucking, where like, Hulk is strongest there is. Yeah. Uh, there's less sci-fi stuff. Change the name because the alliterative name thing. Oh, sorry. Uh, it was. <laughs> According to both Stan Lee and Lou Frigno, it was also changed because CBS thought the name Bruce sounded too gayish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which Frigno said, which Frigno said is absurd. <laughs> and then CBS came back with the note that Bruce lose the name. It's really homo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Bruce was a gay name to have in the 70s for some reason. Is that why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers logo? That's like very funny. In, an like in an interview with Kenneth Johnson, he explained that he had also wanted the Hulk to be red rather than green. Yeah. They love <laughs> to do this. They love to be like, because red's angry. You know, this iconic character. What if? Sorry, I don't know why Stanley's doing Stan this. Lee, yeah. yeah. All right. Listen. Guy, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, listen, kid. Love the idea of the Hulk, but now let's make him weak. Just make him. His name's David because Bruce, like you know, it's a little uh, friend of Dorothy. You feel me? <laughs> and then, uh, what if he was red instead of green? Also, I want him to be named Bulk. There's all just. <laughs> uh, there was it's also. The thing, it's, it's the thing that fascinates me. In the same way where it's like they made a Batman movie in 1989 that was just fucking. It was Batman, and they were like, "Holy shit, people love this movie!" And they were like, "Okay, what did we learn from this?" And they were like. So people want more movies with superheroes they know, and they're like, no, 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 radio serials. Get me the shadow. <laughs> Get me the phantom. Put them right into production. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so Richard Keel was the original cast, and then they kept the one shot of him in. Uh, oh, okay. Schwarzenegger auditioned for the role. It was too short. And wow. then the opening narration and a lot of the voices are provided by Ted Cassidy, who's best known as Lurch. In the Adams family. Oh yeah, and then it says wow. the Hulk's vocalizations for the remainder of the series were provided by actor Charles Napier. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> the synopsis on this uh, this last episode is one paragraph. <laughs> so, episode eighty-two. Stanley and Jack Kirby, the writer and artist team who created the the Hulk for Marvel Comics, both made cameo appearances. Kirby's cameo was in the season two episode No Escape, while Lee appeared as a, ju a juror in the trial of the Incredible Hulk the post-series TV movie, and I'm now just imagining the moment where they're just, like, doing jury duty or, like, interviewing, and it's just then Stanley sitting there. is like, I'm Stanley, the creator of the Incredible Hulk. And then they're like, dismissed. <laughs> Ian, I'm assuming you're aware who is Hulk's lawyer in the TV movie. Yeah, I'm genuinely mad we didn't get to check in on my good friend from the Marvel Comic Universe. <laughs> 
Yeah, they tried to do a Daredevil spinoff uh, oh. using the TV movie. And I there was one other. There's you know what they would have done to it? A fucking '80s Daredevil TV <laughs> show would have just been. It would have been the Law and Order sections, the Law section of Law, or like the prosecuting sections of Law and Order, yeah. with just a blind guy who sometimes would put on a costume. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had Kingpin in there. Did, do you think? Oh, they tried say, to do a Thor one too. Thank you, Travis, for not making us watch this other movie. Yeah. If I had had to watch oh, three di- hours of this, he shit. dies in the last one. He dies, and I would have cheered. No, they do. They, they had two post-series TV movies, and one of them he teams up with Thor, uh, and who? it was supposed to be a backdrop pilot for who? the Thor series. I. Who? Eric Allen Kramer played Thor. Uh, he's in True Romance and Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh my God! Did they cast Little John from Robin Hood Men in Tights to play Thor? Uh, let me see if that's the character. Uh, yes, I was just watching huh. a clip of uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights the other day because I was listening to somebody on a podcast talk about how they never got um, Richard Lewis, mm-hmm. but they were like, there are those two good lines that he has in Robin Hood Men in Tights. And they mentioned them, and then I had to go see them. The, the first being the part where it's the mole that keeps... Someone mentions it, and he goes, wait, 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 wait. I have a mole? And then at the, in the later part where uh, there's the character Latrine. She's like, hey, how did you get the character, the name Latrine? She's like, oh, we changed it. It used to be Shithouse. And he just goes, that's a good change. <laughs> that's a good change. Uh, do you know who played uh, the Kingpin in The Trial of the Incredible Hulk? I mean, I'm go- I don't know. Based on this previous casting thing, I'm gonna go with um, fuck. Uh, who's that big? Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Um, He's actually best known for playing a guy who is small, in a sense. Rick Moranis. Uh, no, it's John Reese Davies. Gimli himself was the kingpin in this attempted Daredevil huh. thing. Uh, and Daredevil you know, was going to be played by a guy named Rex Smith, who was a guy who was in Greece. Uh, he's uh, he was a teen idol guy. It's funny that you would go, because uh, I, I actually think of another role for John Reith Davies before I think of him as Gimli, uh, because it's the role where you actually get to see his face, but you, of course, still have like not watched Indiana Jones movies. No. Yes, he is also Sala. Yes. So I like the idea of Kingpin with that energy of just like, Hulk, my friend! Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome! There were, there were three of these fucking movies, because, yeah, The Death of the Incredible oh. Hulk is the last one. Uh, where he falls off a fucking plane. So people watched this, right? It yeah. did okay. Um, again, there wasn't a lot on in this time, uh, but it has like a cult fan base, and like people Who are, are pretty serious freaks? about it. I don't know. People that grew up with it and are like nostalgic Matt, for it. Matt, I went to a coffee shop yesterday that only had like kitschy decorations from horror movies and things like that. You can't yeah. ask who these freaks are. They're all around us. Yeah. Well, I all the movies on the walls at that place. I do like, rock. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen all those. Those are good. So the last episode is called A Minor Problem. And it seems like it's a follow-up on the... There's the episode before. So also, like, the whole premise of the Hulk, the show, after the movie is he becomes a drifter who goes from town to town solving problems, becoming the Hulk, and then having to leave town because he became the damn Hulk. And people are like, what the <laughs> fuck? Get out of here. Don't want this. Please They're leave, right to hate him. and then they play the sad piano song when he leaves. I love, I love that the lonely rock. man. <laughs> that does rock. <laughs> that, that, again, that they made a show about a guy who gets mad and turns into a big green monster, and it made it a total melodrama. And his theme, his recurring motif, is the sad piano ballad as it he is, leaves town. It is it's such a, a fucking crazy idea to me. It is a ridiculous misunderstanding of his character. <laughs> like, 
But for it makes so sense if you were long. like, if you read Les Mis and were like, I'm making a Hulk show now. I guess Darren I Aronofsky pitched doing Batman when they were trying to figure out what to do after Batman and Robin. And they really thought about bringing in Aronofsky. And his was just like, yeah, okay. So everyone knows Batman. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, fuck that, okay? This guy fucking broke. Grew up on the streets. Alfred, he's not the... He's not his uh, butler. He's just a crazy homeless guy who helps him. And everyone was like, yeah. Yeah, that's how you do it. Sure. Great. And that's what I'm imagining was this pitch. Yeah. Like, and then what, what if it was the opposite of the yeah. things that are fundamental to the character? And then there wasn't what happened with What that. if he turned into the Hulk when he got sad? Yeah, I was going to say. And then <laughs> it was, that would be. be amazing. <laughs> strong sad. The yeah, television strong show. sad Hulk. This, you wouldn't like me when you make I'm me sad. sad that I'm, I'm flying. So sad. You're just getting stronger. <laughs> but yeah, no, and then Batman Begins happens because then Christopher Nolan like comes in like after and he's like, you know what you should do with the Batman movie? And they're like, what? And he's like, you should make Batman. And they're like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> and then for the next one, you should make Heat, but the Joker's there. <laughs> you can ball my wife. <laughs> ball my wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So a minor problem. Uh, so I guess in the previous episode, I think there'd been like a chlorine. There was supposedly a chlorine leak from a lab in this town somewhere. And so the town got evacuated. Are you sure that it's in the previous episode? There was a previously on thing at the beginning. Oh, of I skipped it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah opening, we really have a split on this pod of uh, there's two of us who watch the previously the on. And there's yeah. two of us that always skip it. Yeah. Because you know, I, 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 I totally read it as just like. Because he, he walks into the town and he's it made just, it seem like it was a previously on episode. Like it Travis, was weird. Wait, Travis, are you? I bet I. I bet it. I bet I'm gonna go home and check this. Are you sure it was previously on and not a series of clips of what would happen in the episode? Because they would do that a bunch of times uh, in TV shows. And, and like, I did start it the other day and then stopped when we thought we would I postpone. Bet, and then yeah. I just picked it up from there I today. I bet it was a series so of clips happened. of what was coming in that episode. Like just from like, that's how those things would be. Like they'd sometimes put the promos like right there. Like a teaser, the yeah. Yeah, a little teaser thing. And I bet it was that. And you're like, so all of this happened. And then you were so bored watching the finale. You yeah. didn't process that you'd seen these Well, and before. it had been a few days ago. Yeah, okay. That's possible. Wow. Anyway, yeah, there's no, there's no setup that I needed. There was like, oh, in the previous one, because he like yeah. walks in, he's like, Banner's chlorine, <laughs> and the other person's like, but it's a lie. And he's like, a lie. She's like, it's E-coli. Yeah. E-coli. Yeah, Banner. Yeah, Banner spends ten minutes walking around this town that has no people in it. If this uh, had been forty <laughs> minutes of him doing that while quiet music plays, that would have crossed over into being artful, and yeah. beautiful. But nah, it's just him walking around town, and then he finds a dog named Buddy that's eating some chicken bone. And hey, buddy, don't uh, do that. Yeah. Wait, wait. Is the dog's name actually Buddy? The dog's name is Buddy. He looks at his collar and he's like, Buddy. I couldn't remember it because he just kept calling it Buddy, which is totally normal. While he's talking to this, while he's hanging out with this cute dog, uh, this really funky music starts playing, and we get images of a hot lady loading a gun or loading some kind of rifle. I don't know why the music was just like really grooving in this episode, but it was. It was probably the best I could say about it. And. Banner's like walking around. He tries to enter a building, and then the hot lady with a gun comes out from the alley and is like, "Freeze!" Yeah, and then explains there was the so the town was deserted because of an alleged chlorine leak, and he's there for a job interview at the lab that's there, and the leak was going to come was from the lab, and she was like, "I work there. What it actually is is the most dangerous thing of all: E. coli." 
Like, like the they had a fucking jack-in-the-box in the town or whatever, and then everyone had to evacuate. But the life of this E. coli <laughs> is strong. And they're like, you're doing... This is when Alex was just packing stuff and then just started laughing when they're like, they're doing recombinant genetics with it. Or like... It was all like very normal lab stuff, and she's like, "E. coli is like the most commonly used thing for." Yeah, all, but you have E. coli in your body. Yeah, <laughs> like, but it's 1982 or whatever. Right, Alex. it was 40 it's years ago, so it's wildly different. Yeah, uh, but they're doing some they sort would of rub weird baby oil on themselves and go sit in the sun. Yeah, they basically were like, "What if I was a roasted chicken?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was an E. coli. There was an E. coli outbreak was happening, so everyone, you know. In theory, it's like getting bad diarrhea, but in the show, it's like they get a weird purple rash and almost die. Um, Because it's like super E. coli, because it's been genetically mutated. Do they they still get the diarrhea, too? This is the stand. (laughs) Not that we get to see. What's the disease in the stand? It's like a... I haven't read the stand, actually, but it's some kind of plague, right? Yeah, but no, they have a name for it. That's what I was trying to remember. Um, I don't remember. I don't know. I only know stuff that's in the Anthrax song, Among the Living, which is about the stand. Uh, I can't wait to read what this is then in a second and you go and then yeah, you will, like oh, I've heard of that no you yeah. will tell me the line from the anthrax <laughs> song <laughs> I, all I know is it's really long and Randall Flag. like that's the main thing my mom's reading it right now actually um, at the same time this is all going on uh, three Captain cr- Trips is the nickname for okay, it. Okay, I don't remember that. I've yeah, not heard it's, that. Um, huh. Yeah, there we go. It's a lethal strain of influenza, super flu, or Captain Trips. Okay. So, huh. uh, three criminals in... Captain some Trips cr- will get you a high, though. Or whatever it's... Three criminals in very interesting fits uh, show up because they're like, the ooh, a ghost town. We can just rob stuff. Vulcan Skull. <laughs> they are Vulcan Skull-looking motherfucker. This dude, he's got a perm <laughs> and like a big huge Italian collar shirt and then the feet the woman has cool. like a bandana that has like skulls and crossbones and on she's it basically going like yeah see yeah this and she's was a great plot and ah. she's probably the worst actor I've ever seen like truly treacherous and she's also not Xander- the worst actor I've ever seen because I've seen things with children and children are always yeah, the you've worst seen actor. Degrassi the next generation uh worst adult <laughs> actor I've seen she's up there and then Xander Berkeley's also there uh, and he's like, maybe it's a bad idea to be here in this town. Everyone evacuated because of an outbreak of something. Like, maybe that's bad. And then, and, and then she like, looks yeah, at him. Shut and, up. Yeah, and she looks at him and she's like, listen, you can ball my wife, but you gotta, you gotta. Co- I just, I can't believe Pacino says that. It's so good. Uh, yeah, and then they're just like, let's go steal a wife. guitar and ball my wife. Some grapes and Post-modern whatever. Modern bullshit. She ca- uh, dead tech house. You can't watch my fucking television. And then it's the smallest TV I've ever seen. It's like the, the size of my iPhone. And he just picks it off of there and just starts smashing it. We're talking about a heater in this show. Yeah, no, we're talking about heat. Talk about yeah, we're part. talking about something interesting. Sorry, the chicken got overcooked. <laughs> yeah. So they Matt said that you could cut heat down to 70 minutes, and I did almost throw <laughs> hands at the table. I mean, you can cut the whole serial killer plot line for sure. Uh... The Wayne Actually, Grove so shit. I've been thinking about this. Yeah, so Matt's, 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 kind of only, Matt's kind of his only Wayne Grove. <laughs> so I have, I have a, I have a pitch that I'm gonna do. It's, it's a streaming service that either it does one of two things. Basically, it makes films digestible. So, if it's a movie that is clearly too long, it cuts it down to the what should be the length of a film, about 80 minutes, or, and that'll be most of them, of course. But if it's really long and there's and it's like necessary to cut it down. 
you cut it down into 80 minute chunks and then you do a previously on and you break it into <laughs> sections for the modern brain. That yeah, for the modern I support brain. this only because I've always wanted to meet one of my heroes in life, Martin Scorsese. And if Matt does this, he would Martin Marty would come to kill Matt. And I get to I get to finally meet him when I'd be there. And oh, I'd be like, man, oh yeah, yeah, right but imagine <laughs> fucking previously yeah. on the Irishman, the Irish. Yeah, well, I feel like that oh, kind yeah, of happened. That, no, it's way funnier. It's like previously on an elephant sitting still, <laughs> and you just see like two people staring at each other, and then it just previously on Satan Tango with like the. A movie no. I've thought about, like, what if I killed film Twitter by watching one segment of this a day for a week? I, <laughs> and Travis, if you broke Santantango into eight one-hour segments, didn't tell anyone, and then just one day on Letterboxd... 3.5 on Letterboxd. I would, I would actually be happy. That would be so funny. <laughs> I'd be so happy. If no, no review. It just suddenly says, like, Travis Marmon <laughs> rated and watched, or, or watched and rated Santantango 3.5 stars. I'd be like, I'm calling him right now. But you don't have the commitment. No, I don't. Well, I'm glad he knows this about uh, himself. I don't have the Not computer with the video editing software to do this uh, to do this project, but um, I'm, I'll, st I'll start a, a crowdfunding uh, initiative for anybody else like me who just wants to be able to watch a normal movie. I'm interested in it as a purely like exercise. It's like um, Steven Soderbergh uh, would cut, would mess around with things, and like he once did an edit of. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where he made it black and white, and he removed all of the dialogue and sounds, and all he did was dub in the social network score. <laughs> and the idea was so that you could just focus on how much of the story can be communicated solely through the visuals. Yeah. So there is an interesting artistic idea of a very rigid, like, it's not like, oh, cut it down to roughly the same, a manageable time. Like, exclusively everything is... 80 minutes. 69 minutes long, and that's how we market <laughs> it. I was just thinking of like an old timey silent movie thing with like the score and then the captions that come out after a person talks, but it's for the great ass scene. <laughs> I think that'd be good. <laughs> and just she's got a great ass and your head's up in it on just a black screen. Gina uh, moving at double the frames. <laughs> I would. I mean, you. It would be very clear how you were supposed to say it because his <laughs> face communicates it quite well. I'm so glad that the mere appearance of Xander Berkeley, who appears in one scene, <laughs> has led to speed. Yeah. that I can episode. get the heat episode that I wanted because of the fact that when you did watch Heat, we didn't get to talk about it because you still had COVID. Yeah. It's the only reason I watched Heat. <laughs> so, anyway, there's these looters there, and then they run into the looters, and they, the looters uh, start. They stumble across a pie baking contest? Or whatever that or like that must have happened right when they're like everyone get out of town. There's just <laughs> leave the pies. Get out of here. There are just cakes and pies. I thought they just stole them from a bake shop. No, well, no, I guess no. they'd be fucking old ass pies. No, this then is too. why yeah. they're bulking and skull adjacent because it's basically when I'm like, yeah, look what we got here, and then it just like slowly there pans be goofy over, music and there's playing. just there's just all of this like baked goods that are out, and they're like. Well, I'd be ashamed to let it go to waste. <laughs> yeah, they ate that. They stole a fender, and then, like, there's a whole... Uh, yeah, because they're, they're like, ah, oh, what a great idea. Our own personal spending spree, our own personal shopping spree for free. Because we got an hour between the evacuation and before the troops show yeah, up. Yeah, so the evacuation had just happened, basically. Yeah, that's why right. they were like, leave the pies. Abandon all Leave hope. the pies. E. Don't eat anything. Often transmitted through food. No, yeah. but it's Get chlorine. Chlorine gas. Yeah. 
Uh, so they're under the looters. Then the looters fight with them. Uh, there's a girl fight. Uh, two guys take on David. Yada yada. He hulks out, chases them away. Uh, his lady friend is like, did you see that big green guy? That was crazy. <laughs> I don't know where you were, but he was wearing your pants. But uh, at some I'll, point, he changed dude, clothes. I guess he carries extra clothes and shoes. That's, that's the part that fucking drove me up the wall. Was the like, how could this have happened? Or like, did you see any of this? And he's like, what happened? I was just like, did anyone get hurt? And they're like, no. And while he's doing all of this, he's putting his belt back on. Yeah. She's just like, it's wow. It's one thing yeah. in more in superhero st- in like Spider-Man stuff where it's like you're in a huge crowded area and you disappeared. We lost track of you in the chaos. And here it's you're literally in a deserted town. There's yeah. no one else around. A huge and monster appeared. David then- wasn't there. The monster was wearing jeans and you <laughs> didn't even try to put it together. I mean, would you assume? All right, let's say you live in the exact world that you live in. It's hard to be not genre savvy. But uh, you know what would be so good is if he, if, I mean, they wouldn't have said it on TV, but if he had just been like, no, I missed it. Sorry, I had to step away. The E. coli is affecting me by giving me horrifically violent diarrhea, and we have to act quickly. <laughs> yeah, and I, I soiled my pants, so I had to change into new ones. Perfect excuse. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Oh, the E. coli is getting to me. That's just all he had said. But instead, yeah, it's just like he's just putting his belt on. And he's like, no, there was a large green creature here. I also wanted her to be like, I never said he was green. And then him to Hulk out again. <laughs> I also love what like delicate lavender eyes they give him. He's got like Elizabeth Taylor's eyes when he's like mid His white eyes. Uh, what happened next? Uh, I don't even have any notes past this point, And the synopsis is one paragraph. Uh, well, that was the incredible she's Hulk. Whole, so the whole thing is she's like. The whole reason she's in town is because the guy she worked for, she knows that it was E. coli, and she's trying to prove it. Yeah, so she's, she's trying real, to collect uh, samples or something. She's a real uh, Aaron Brockovich. Type. Yeah, and then the guys come in hazmat suits, and then they do the slowest chase of all time of chasing her through a building. Like, just there's like five minutes of shots of her running away, and a guy in a hazmat suit, not even close to her, sort of jogging uh, down a hallway, just now this funky, cool music playing again, and then uh, he becomes the Hulk again when they're cornered. Uh, when he's like in a closet and he comes out and starts beating up guys. One dude had gotten away in an elevator, but the Matt whole thing stopped the elevator because we fell asleep right yeah, now. Yeah, I was. I a guy gets on an could, elevator. He's going down. It. He thinks he's escaped the Hulk. The Hulk grabs the top of the elevator and slowly pulls it back up. This should have been cool. Should have been cool. Should have been cool. But it was more like, all right, I, mean, I need all, to get as, to the end of this. Again, as though it didn't happen on screen somehow. Yeah. Uh, and then he, they do a shot of like the Hulk closing in on this guy in an elevator where they just zoom in on Lou Ferrigno's face, like grinning and That's growling good. or whatever as he gets closer to it. Like, goes, ah, and then they keep doing the fucking slow mo things where he like grabs, <laughs> he just loves to grab people and throw them into stuff. That's his like main move. Uh, easy to shoot. Yeah. And you can thinking of the Hulk not shooting somebody but throwing them so fast into a bullet that they die. <laughs> uh, That's fun. Yeah. And then, uh, whatever, he chills out, and then they get away. They, they have Xander Berkeley with them. Yeah, uh, they saved him. They saved him because they, he seemed The woman nice. died, right? They find the, the woman, Always, she's dead. every time. Maybe, I don't remember. She's, like, in the car or whatever. At some point, he threw a vintage cannon. Um, a vintage cannon. <laughs> there was, like, a cannon that was just in town, like a war memorial thing, and he threw it through <laughs> his trees. <laughs> the word vintage is very funny. I don't know. Old yeah. school. Antique is the word. Antique cannon. Yeah, vintage cannon. It's the same thing. If you say a vintage cannon to people, they'll be like... The what? camera? Yeah, 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 yeah. You say an antique yeah. cannon, people are like, we know what you mean. But yes. yeah. A vintage cam- cannon is listed on Facebook Marketplace as like vintage MCM cannon. 
like 1980s, 1970s, 1960s. That's the full description. <laughs> this acid-washed cannon. Uh, I that would he threw. love. Yeah, I would fucking love to just start pointing at historical things like that and be like, "Oh yeah, check out that vintage building, <laughs> the White House." Uh, it was a fine year. Um, yeah, they get away. He got the papers. Then he like drops her off somewhere, and then he goes back to being a drifter. And then the series was super canceled. And then they did lame. three TV movies. And they made Daredevil lame, and they made the th- they made Thor lame. Yeah. That, anyway, that was uh, the Incredible that was Hulk the Incredible TV Hulk. series. It was so boring, and I hate. Do not watch this show. Do not watch. Do not watch. We're yeah. This up, do not watch. It's not this. even a good like Woo! morbid curiosity thing. You could YouTube this show if you really are curious what it's like. Don't no, do that. Don't do that. Uh, you know, this should be the end of your curiosity. You should, about or show. yeah, watch the boring movies instead because at least they're Listen, trying to be there's something well, with the Angley, Angley one. one. It's trying something. It's trying so it hard to work. understand comic sensibility. Literally, it like stops and does page like splash you know pages and things yeah. like that. Also, it's from the era where Nick. It's like Nick Nolte is in character as his DUI photo. Yeah, you could maybe Bruce, even I'm your father. You could maybe even watch the 2008 Incredible Hulk movie. Don't. No, it's just as boring as this. It's got abomination. It's so weird that fucking. I don't know. Um, if you're a big Norton head, why, how could you still be that? I don't know. He hasn't done anything good in a long time. No, but he's good in some of Wes Anderson movies, and that's really the only thing I've enjoyed him in as of late. But no, the fucking. Um, if you're big Liv Tyler, uh, Thunderbolt Stan. Ross, you know it, uh, played by um, uh, uh, fucking. Uh, he died recently. He's in broadcast news. William Hurt. William Hurt. It's weird that he like reappeared in multiple movies from that. And it's the only thing, and they never bring up the fact it's like Banner. What happened to my daughter? Who you were, I guess, dating? Just fully abandoned what, her? What did happen to Betty in the Incredible Hulk What movie? happened to Betty I is, truly remember uh, nothing from the movie except that he couldn't fuck. And yeah, him working out in Brazil and going, doing like a weird that, ab uh, flex. Thank you. That's thank all you I remember adding from the, that movie. The details. Like, this is a podcast. Doing a weird ab flex. Travis is doing the Morbius scene where the, have sex, have <laughs> sex song plays. That was in the Incredible Hulk. It was boring. And I can't believe how boring it was. Yeah. I Next, mean, I knew it was going to be boring, but, but like, it was more boring. Than it was even somehow worse than I anticipated. I, yeah, I same. Travis made a mistake, but that's okay. That happens. Tra- uh, Travis, we though, all pick shows that we think are going to be at least interesting to talk about, yeah. and then we all watch Party of Five and feel demoralized about it. Matt, what yeah. interesting show do we have next week to talk about? Uh, it, in two weeks, really, because we're all off next week. It's yeah. your pick, yeah. We how we changed the uh, okay. Re- oh, we changed Steven's, it so you're not reacting yeah. to Steven every week. You it's, asked it's for that. just so, so quick. So instead, you get to act to react to Travis. Yeah, it's just so quick. Well, I already we already talked about what. Uh, yeah, but we haven't said it on the podcast where we right. announce these things. All right, uh, I'm gonna add the ball bouncing sound <laughs> effect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking amped. <laughs> Next week, we'll, we will be watching <laughs> NBA on NBC. <laughs> That's how excited we were. Turns out sports leagues don't like their games to be uploaded on YouTube for very long. So I had to come up with a backup plan at the last moment and have, uh, after several choices that we cycled through that we'll talk about next week, have landed on finally watching the seminal television show, Jake and the Fat Man. Ian. Why don't you tell us everything you know about Jake and the Fat Man? 
I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock and say everything I think I know about Jake and the Fat Man starting now. So it is a TV show that starred a guy who went by the Fat Man, which is probably not particularly cool and deeply fat phobic. Uh, and there's also Jake, and I. it's a cop show. I know that Diagnosis Murder, which is the one where Dick Van Dyke and his son were like proto-CSI uh, investigators. I know that was a spinoff, so that's really nothing to do with Jake and the Fat Man, which is, uh, yeah, like it's a cop show, and that's time. Dang. Okay. Well, I can't wait to find out more about this running joke, mostly because it's one of the most absurd titles in the history of television. And wasn't Fat Man like the name of one of the bombs that we that like we dropped on Hiroshima? Boy, that'll bring it down. Uh, anyways, uh, thanks though to you, the listener. You can you know rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. That's always what I encourage because I don't like that um, when I listen to a podcast that they're all ad pitchmen and you get ads everywhere. I hate it. We cannot be bought and sold here, other than the, for the right circumstances. Uh, but uh, that's how we live our by lives. By the way, uh, Evil on Paramount Plus uh, episode <laughs> brought five. to you by Evil. <laughs> yeah, we are brought to you by Evil though. But that's only out of uh, love. Even though I don't watch it, I just like the continued updates of what Mike, what weird words Michael Emerson says <laughs> on on there, which is brought to you by Twitter account Emma Stefanski, such as on this week's episode <laughs> of Evil, Michael Emerson says doom scrolling. <laughs> also, thanks as always to Matt who manages to cut these things down to digestible Over length. Two hours left. Listen, uh, that is a significant cut down. Travis, since Steven's not here, can you bring us home? Well, we'll certainly share a lot of donuts together, and I'll probably get fat. <laughs> <laughs>